You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Simon Kamar and your host, Matt Floyd. I'm going to just let this one play out a little bit. Can you feel it? All right, gents. I'd say Happy New Year, but we already did that, so fuck that shit. It's time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> New week. Get used to 2019. Yeah. I haven't crossed out an eight yet. Good for me. I've done that a bunch of times. Yeah, I don't I don't write anything. I've done that every day. Oh, excellent. Simon, how are you? I'm doing very well, Matthew. Thank you very much. Kamar, how are you? I am unbelievable because Joe Rogan's back on the air. There we go. We can all rejoice. Um, as usual, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Simon and Kamar. Uh, we're here to discuss this week's Joe Rogans. Oh, hey, what? There weren't any. Our biggest fears realized. Yeah. So uh, this is it. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks ya. for listening. Yeah. No, we, uh, Simon, since he took such good notes for the year and wrap up, we let him choose another one. I don't know why. It started off by me trying to throw in the Bigfoot guy. No, uh, you didn't even try. You just you were like, I'm going to choose this guy because you knew we would kibosh it. Well, I didn't say who he was. I just said Dr. Meldrum. I was hoping we could just slip that through. I didn't even see that. But yeah, text. nobody nobody responded to that text. So then I moved well, on. It's OK. Bigfoot well, lo- always looks like a prank. We'll we'll do that one day. No, we won't. Uh, so what we're going to do. <laughs> it'll, it'll be for the uh, Patreon. So what we're going to do for this one is uh, Simon chose Paul Stamets. So we're going to go back and revisit Paul Stamets, the Mushroom Man. Uh, and then all three of us watched Murder Mountain. I watched it twice. <laughs> so did I. Excellent. Uh, this week, because it's incredible and it's about marijuana. And I feel as though I think there's going to be a Matrix moment. Joe has to mention this in the next week or two because there's no way he didn't see it. So we'll see. But Murder Mountain is going to be the the bulk or the second half of this podcast. He is pretty slow on the draw on these documentaries though. Like he was talking about, um, what's the country one there? Wow. Wow. Country. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about that after it had already become, you know, I mean, he's a busy guy. Yeah, that's true. I noticed that he posted uh, that book I was reading on his Instagram, which I keep suggesting to everyone. The Harari. (laughs) Yeah. Sapiens. Yeah. Really good book. Anyway, I guess we'll get it started. What number was Paul Stamets? Oh, there's no housekeeping. Is there housekeeping? I didn't look into any of the housekeeping. We argued about a ton of shit. I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. And if you're listening right now, like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave a review. And give us an email. Tell us what you hate about the podcast. Show us that there are actually J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. Because Simon's about to quit the podcast unless he get some sort of uh, proof of life. I feel like it was too we early in the support. podcast for that kind of gross I know, um, I, I, pandering. I know it has to be done, though. Yeah. I know it has to be done. All right. And another Normally thing. Normally we save it for later. Um, That's not even housekeeping. This is sort of an aside, but we were talking about the uh, scientists with the swear words separated from the speaking brain. Oh, my God. That was like five episodes ago. I know, but I was just talking to a linguist recently, and I, I brought that up, and she was telling me that the swear words are rooted from like Neanderthal times. I believe it. Like those core just sounds for protection, which have now turned into swear words. Can we back Hmm. up a sec? You were talking to a linguist? Nah, just some chick who thinks she knows something. Okay. But it sounded very convincing. Somebody that was blowing him. No. It was a stripper. (laughs) She's my friend's wife. There's no truth to that. (coughs) All right. 
what number was Paul standing? Thank, is there any thanks actual? Thanks for that though, Kamara. That type of um, participation, I think, is what's gonna. Well, I really dropped the, the ball on the <laughs> Yeah, I feel indebted to the boys. Whatever. Simon's the kind of person who also has someone mention Joe Rogan to him and doesn't mention that he has a podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, that happens. Yeah, the guy who's gonna. Quit. Some people get a sponsor, don't get any money from them. <laughs> Meh. All right, let's go. Paul Stamets. So do you want to take a guess at the number just for fun? How about this? What date was he on? Because he wasn't even this year. That, he was no, 2017. Oh, yes, he was. No, he no, was no, 2017. No, no, no. It might have even been 2016. No, 17. Um, then I listened to a different one because he did the week the, he did the episode before the Sober October wrap up. No, you listened to the okay. wrong podcast, right. my friend. So <laughs> we might have a big fucking problem here. We might well, not no, even I be listen doing to the same podcast. guy. Uh, maybe I have some new information that you don't hmm. realize. Okay, I'll just take a guess yeah. and then I'm going to pull let's, it up real quick. Just to I want to get the one that I listened to. So if it was in 2017, I think it was late 2017. I'm just going to say 11:42. Not even close. No. Okay. 10:35. That's wow. the one I listened to. So it was the first sober October. Yes. Yeah. Correct. There you go. Yeah. That, that makes right a little more sense. All confused. I right that one. makes a little more sense. And so he was again. on five years prior to this one. He's been on twice. Yeah. Wow. He's on five years How about that? prior. Mm. Wow. 2012. All right. Either way, Paul Stamets, uh, 1035. From, we uh, are in the fucking future now. Yeah, we're definitely in the future now. I think this would be distracting. So, hat made out of mushrooms. Hat made out of mushrooms right off the start. Yeah. Um, a mushroom that is basically the key to life. Expand on that for us, Kamar. Well, he explained how they use that mushroom to carry fire. Fire, that's correct. Or, or, or did he use it to fire? I don't no, know. no, to carry, no, no, fire, to carry and fire, and they used it to make fuses for uh, yeah. explosives. Highly flammable. It, yeah. Highly flammable, but it will burn for a very long time. Right off the top. That was really amazing. Yeah. And I think, uh, just a sidebar, Joe said, that is fascinating 400 times in this episode. <laughs> well, this was Joe's type of guy, for sure. He blew Joe's mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's a mycologist. You're reading that off the screen? Yes. <laughs> this whole thing is weird, man. Yeah, it is weird. Now I got Kamar staring at a screen weird. instead oh, of at me. Weird. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, 23 different primates consume mushrooms. How many different primates no, are there? No, sorry. 23 different animals consume mushrooms? Nope. I think I think everything you just said was wrong. Yeah. Your everything note, I said was wrong. Your note is terrible. Though. That's bad. There are, however, 5 million species of mushrooms. He did say that. Mm-hmm. And there's one species. Sorry, of I'm humans. just trying to think back to what the hell I was writing here. This is starting off so Well, poorly. how many primate species are there? One. No. Oh, here. This Monkeys are primates. <laughs> All right. How many primates? Well, bear with us, folks. Uh, Simon's terrible. impeccable notes. 350 species. So there you go. 23 primate species eat mushrooms. Okay, that maybe sounds a little more. Right. Why, is, why is that so impressive to you, though? I don't know. It seems a lot less impressive now that I've heard that there are 350 <laughs> species of primates. That actually seems like a low number of primates yeah. eat mushrooms. Well, it just it? maybe mushrooms don't grow in places where those primates live. I have no fucking idea, man. Interesting. Let's move on from that. Yes, Kamar, 5 million species of mushrooms. And he said there are probably more than that, maybe even double that amount. Which is just insane. Well, it isn't. It isn't. If you think about like the fact that it's the largest living organism on Earth, like the that one mushroom is, you know, how big? Um, Kilometers, isn't it? Five hundred sixty football fields, or something like that. Yeah. You said. So six hundred and sixty-five football fields. My bad. Twenty-two hundred acres. 
one you go. one mushroom one mushroom yeah. 2200 acres honey mushroom well it's it's uh yeah it's underground it's a it's a network yeah. of um mycelium well what does he say too like 22% of the ground is made up of fungus 30 30 Two percent. There. This of, is why notes is good. Of all the ground, of all soil, is made of either living or dead mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. It's the most underrated thing on the planet. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was shocking. A lot of it, for sure. Also, I mean, I I had heard of this gentleman. I mean, I guess he was on five years ago, so I didn't hear of him before the Joe Rogan. But before he had been on for this one, I had heard of him because of what he said on the podcast. Remember how he said, "If you Google Paul Stamets takes down Monsanto." Yeah. Yeah, that had been circulating for a long time. So I'd heard about him through that article. So just, I'm going to totally jump out of my notes here. but just Absolutely to, not! To stay okay. on what you're talking about. At one point in this podcast, he they're talking about portobello mushrooms. And he says, yeah, he can't, yeah I can't talk it, about that yeah. out of fear for my, my life. life. Yeah, I wanted to play that clip. Actually. Is there like a portobello mushroom mafia that Why we don't know be? about? I briefly looked it up on Reddit, and there's a there's a thread asking about what exactly he was talking about. But yeah, there must be because he, he started talking about it and said, you know, my life's in danger. Talk about this, and Joe thought he was joking. Joe tried to press him a little bit, and he was like, "Well, guys, come now on, I'm staring at him with a blank face." For anyone that lives outside <laughs> of Canada, you should know that in our country. There is a maple syrup conglomerate and a maple syrup mafia, so it doesn't it doesn't really put it. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't a fan of eating portobello mushrooms, though. Didn't sound like he said you had you had to heat them up and uh, listen. There was to get suicided. There was was an artichoke mafia in uh, in New York for like a long time. I kind of thought that maybe he had like bad mouthed the portobello mushrooms to the point where. Those farmers were after him or something. I think that's exactly what happened. Oh, as I as opposed was... to it being like a, a but he, you know, whole mushroom. He didn't want to scenario. say who, what, or when was involved no, in yeah. it because it had gone too far when Joe even said portobello. See, I went the other way. I went more of like a sideways. Like uh, he's just so into mushrooms and the only mushroom that everyone knows is portobello. It's like his Merlot. He's just so yeah, sick I'm of not, talking about I'm not eating any fucking portobellos. Yeah, he's just, he's, he's over it. Well, he definitely doesn't want you to say shrooms. No, but whatever. Fuck this guy. And one of the interesting points of the podcast is he tells the story about when he ate like 15 to 20 grams of mushrooms. And lost his stutter. And got rid of his stutter. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes. Oh, you can step on my toes all day, buddy. We're dancing. I'm going to shit on both of you for a second. So you guys you guys think this is this is legit, right? He had a stutter. He ate mushrooms. Now the stutter's gone, right? I do. And I'll tell you why. Because he also admitted that he's a fucking drunk. Because like whenever I get too drunk, the stutter comes back, which means he gets too drunk often. So I just want to get something clear. Simon believes that this fucking guy ate mushrooms and lost his stutter. He also believes that some ginger fuck laid out in the sun one day and just doesn't get burnt anymore. Yet I mentioned that I might be slightly better at video games tired and I get fucking plastered for like 20 minutes. So where, Let, where's the continuity here? Let's see you tired on mushrooms, buddy. No, fuck both of you. No, he, he's, he's claiming that mushrooms can rewire the, uh, synop- the synapses in the brain. That's correct. And he said um, that uh, what we know as magic mushrooms, I don't know what the scientific name is. But psilocybin. There's a, psilocybin. But there's another mushroom that does the exact same thing that doesn't freak you out. Do you remember the name of the Lion's is? mane. And uh, that's an excellent subway to what just happened now because <laughs> I went out and I bought all the boys Lion's mane. I'm not, I'm not eating that I'm shit. not eating it either. I hate, I hate mushrooms. You're yeah, fucking joking. Too. I'm not I joking. Can't, I I'm can't not eat mushrooms. mushrooms. No, no, it, they, they make me sick. Oh, I'll take a look at it. Was it pill form? Yeah. You don't taste anything. 
It's 30 bucks a box, boys. So, oh, hop, Merry Christmas. Thanks, Kamar. Is this um, Cheers. is Memory this the same idea as um, right. okay, okay, as Alpha Brain? You think? No, that's Cordyceps mushrooms. That's Cordyceps mushrooms, I which uh, had some issues when Joe was asking about about the Cordyceps. He's like, yeah, some of those because Cordyceps. Hold on, are the ones Paul that... Stamets is on this fucking box. You Shut know up, that, for right? real? That's I'm not co- joking. That's his oh, this photo. is his stuff. This is his company. Okay, thanks, Kamar. Where do you wow. see his photo? Oh yeah, right there. Look at that. Huh? Thanks, Kay. I was gonna actually go out and buy some of this. Kamar, it's Harrisium Arenaceus. What what the fuck ever? You know, to mark the milestone of all the downloads and everything we're getting. And Simon, I just thought it was a great idea that you when you initially said this guy I was like, fuck this. And then second I got it, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's amazing. And I didn't realize these you know the part where he's like, um, and, you know, as martial artists like ourselves, he's a black belt in Taekwondo. Really? Yeah, there's well, nothing I knew he was do. some sort of martial artist. Well, Did he says notice? he really believes, sorry, Matt. No, no, go ahead. He really believes in uh, hard work, right? He, You know, he wants to go out in the woods and do all his shit and chop his wood. He's a Goggins. What a redundancy. I really believe in hard work. I love the fact that this guy's like, I did a large dose of mushrooms and I lost my stutter, a serious hindrance to me. And Joe's like, no shit. One time I did mushrooms and I felt like my blanket was on me. I woke up, there was no blanket. I was like, no, I was like, what no, the fuck? Is- no, yes, no. That's yes. How I go wrong that is hundred percent what he fucking said. He just he, said he it was does sober. Tell that story. He said he was it was sober October and he just had a really lucid dream. Yeah, I'm not sure you have it in the right context. Either fucking way. He didn't do mushrooms. He just said start dreaming again. My point was just like I was like Joe, this is not. It was. It was a story right that didn't have anything track. to do like, with yeah. anything. No, yeah. I totally believe that. Like all those studies they said about the uh, inmates. That all the inmates who did mushrooms or they, they gave them tested to stop the breaking and just like if you do mushrooms, it makes you stop wanting to do lame shit or stuff that hurts other people. I think the whole world's got to do mushrooms. So one great. dose of psilocybin brought down the criminal activity, the reoccurrence of criminal activity by 18 to 27 percent. Like that is a number that you can take to the bank. This is stuff yeah. people can't argue or overlook. I think it's like. The whole world has to do mushrooms. So why do you think it's illegal? Though? Like, think about it. They in the U.S. especially, they have a massive fucking opioid crisis. No, what I'm talking about the no, like I'm talking about their their criminal system. They locking people up as a business down there. Oh, for sure. So if you lose 18 percent of your business, why would you want to legalize the thing yeah, that's going to do that? No. It makes perfect sense no. to me why mushrooms are illegal. It only makes sense in a society where you actually want people to be healthy and, and be good and prosperous. treat each other well. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think we live in that society anymore. Well, they or certainly I, don't in a, in a place okay. where you're. St- Prisons are run by private companies. I mean, that's yeah. just crazy. No offense to anybody listening, but that just makes zero sense. What do you mean? Me. I listen. If you take offense to that statement, go fuck yourself. Sell your stock in whatever fucking prison complex you own and <laughs> buy a real stock. Go fuck yourself. And when you get out of jail, download and subscribe. Yeah. No, I just they don't rehabilitate anyone. That's no longer the the goal. Mm-hmm. It's like that uh, the line in Blow where George Young is like, I went into. I went into jail with a BA in marijuana and I left with my master's in cocaine. Definitely you learn how to be a better criminal that's in jail, great. not a better person. No, but that's what I'm saying is it's not it's not a system designed to be like, "Oh, let's make people better," which is the point I'm making is that's why mushrooms remain Well, I mean, illegal. just to that point, um they're having really good uh effects of mushrooms and PTSD and mushrooms and all sorts yeah. of uh, brain problems people are having. Yeah. Why on earth would that not be 
legal, so it's being tested, right? Like it's yeah. they're not even doing um in the states. I don't even think they're doing No, it's still a schedule 1 drug. That's so right. So there's yeah. no testing being done on it. Oh no. After to that. And I mean, he did But they're trying out, to move it to a schedule 2 drug. So at least they can do the test, so but it's can, not yes. legal. Is that what but a schedule 2 is? But keep in mind, marijuana is? is still a schedule 1 drug yeah, in know, the US as well, so even though it's, it's legal so in like silly. 5 states, which is absolutely fucking backwards mm-hmm. he did point out that not every single person benefits from mushrooms though so i mean i take that with a grain of salt but i think everyone should try it and there's no adverse effects if you do the mushrooms it's not going to fuck you up well i you think just decide that's not for you i think it's really different when you're doing it under like a sentence settings doctor so kind of you know what i mean there's such a trust there i think that just must make it so much more well, my big takeaway was from what he was saying was like it's cleaner the dosage is proper to your like body well, weight so you're never you know, like sometimes you just don't take enough mushrooms, so then you're like, ah, I'll eat another gram, and that gram just puts you way over the edge. And then yeah, you have it's a bad the trip whole or edible the... fucking uh, sure, yeah. problem. The right? edible conundrum. Conundrum, yeah. yeah. But he was the just... edibles don't kick in until you talk shit about them. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. The benefits of mushrooms, like I think mushrooms are going to save the planet after listening to this guy. I mean, obviously, microdosing would be a mask here to the epidemic of depression that's facing us. So is... is are mushrooms going to lead to AI or is AI going to lead to mushrooms? I was I'm, thinking I'm AI by... would be the uh, bridge that could communicate with the mushrooms because that's what he wants, right? He thinks mushrooms are smarter than people. He was basically saying, and far older than us. Yeah. I be- think he was basically saying mushrooms are aliens. They outnumber plants 10 to 1. That's crazy. Like, think about how many plants there are in the world. That just means there's a ton of fucking mushrooms. But Kamar, and I'm I'm sure there's a reason he didn't bring it up. I've read articles uh, by people that hypothesize, or maybe I'm getting them backwards, that mushrooms are from outer space. Because they can, the spores of mushrooms that can survive. That they came down on a comet. That's what I've... Yeah. But I, I think, oh no, that's the stoned ape theory. That's where it's from. Well, he, he dispensed with the stoned yes, ape theory. Yes, I know he did. Yeah. Shat all over Terrence McKenna. Uh, well, he didn't shit on him, but he said that's still no. I, I quit, didn't I quit shit weed. on him. Um, you quit weed. Get You're no friend of mine. Here. What was he saying about um, just how mushrooms are like natural uh, pesticides, like just thing after thing after thing? How mushrooms take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, thing after thing after thing. It was like <laughs> sorry for every. For every meter of tree root, it's a kilometer of mycelium. Mm-hmm. Like they're they are everywhere. Yeah, and they're highly intelligent and are able to communicate with each other. With each other, well, yeah, like that that's work. crazy. So definitely, they're it's, aliens. It's the it's nature's internet. It really is like a. Yeah. Well, think about that. That one that's more than six hundred football fields. It is. It's. Um, talking to itself from one end to the other like it's communicating information and it's changing its dna in order to survive like it's really it's crazy man so it's like the octopus of the plant world it's so big because it has no predators or the cuttlefish of the plant world no octopus octopus is better yeah yeah. better example if you kill these mushrooms you'd kill the planet cuddlefish are pretty cool too maddie they're like uh, i'm aware but an octopus i mean if by now you don't want to listen to this episode i don't know what's wrong with you but it just was mind-blowing all Holy the stuff about mushrooms. Simon. There was like an inch left of that joint. That is disrespectful. And just living, I wish you would see live that in the high life, your man. best life. Yeah, yeah no doesn't, shit. Doesn't bother me at all. God damn. So yeah, he thinks that humans are descendant of fungi. He's positive, yeah. Which is an interesting concept, and we share more ancestry with fungi than we do with any other 
animal. Was that meant for drama? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I started thinking about that for a second. You made that very know, point. I don't know yeah. if that can be correct. Uh, yeah, you, you've got to change the tone of your voice. You're not trusting your notes there, buddy. <laughs> We're riding you all the way through this. Yeah, session. the intonation on some of these. I'm very I'm very concerned. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And he said that mushrooms are closer to animals than plants, which is very interesting. Well, it's only interesting because you think of something that grows from the ground as a plant. That's the only reason you find it. Well, and you eat the mushrooms yeah, like yeah, you yeah, eat yeah. plants. Yeah. I mean, you're certainly not thinking about it as like a living, breathing organism, you know? Well, I do when I find out it's a network that's six football mm-hmm. fields large and has all this shit about it. I mean, yeah, This listen, this episode was... A fucking eye opener for sure. Especially if you don't. I mean, I don't like mushrooms, so I hate mushrooms too. So yeah. this was all very hard for me. I know. It's almost like the I mean, sleep the only thing, thing exactly I could, like the, the only thing. thing I could relate to was the magic mushrooms because at least you know I've I've done some. I've yeah. tripped enough, so I could relate to all that shit. Mind you, I couldn't relate at all when they talk about like a hero's dose, and I've never had a mushroom trip like that. I've never had a mushroom trip where I started seeing like fractals or yeah, you know you, what I'm saying. Well, no, one time I have, yeah, one of my first times doing mushrooms, I like, um, I fell asleep and woke up my bedroom. I told you guys about this before and I started eating the peanut butter. But when I woke up in my bedroom, I used to have skateboard ads like all over every inch of my wall. And one of them was these speed demon ads. So it was every speed demon ad was a different little drawing of this little speed demon character. And I could have swore that one of them jumped off the wall. And like started, but again, you're young and you, you know, maybe you're forcing it because you're like, oh, I'm high on mushrooms and I'm supposed to be seeing something. Or now your memory of that memory is like skewed or who knows. You guys think that I can't remember. (laughs) Like clearly you guys. You just think you lie about everything. No, it's just what your recall might be selective. So penicillin comes from fungi. And that's our. Oh yeah, right. Psyllin. Good one, Matt. That Didn't put the those war? two together. Does anybody follow that Instagram account that is, I'm going to butcher the name here, but it's something like, I was this many years old when I figured this out? No. And it's all that. just, you know. Oh, when did you figure out? Yeah. And all of them, I'm like, holy fuck. That's where I got the Toblerone bear yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. case you don't know, there's a Toblerone bear hidden or there's a bear hidden in the Toblerone mountain. mountain yeah. And in case you're wondering, I do not follow that Instagram. Well, you should because it's hilarious. I'll take it on advisement. Hmm. Well, it was today that I found out that um, penicillin, pen- yeah. penicillin was mycillin. I learned that in like grade seven. I think someone did a school project on it. That, that made me think, though, um, about like our phones and stuff, and even our computers. I was thinking about how many people have like, Everyone has an iPhone or some sort of smartphone. And by the way, Huawei is now number two. iPhone's number three. So they've really. Oh, yeah. iPhone's done. Yeah. They're really tanking. Not only that, listen to this. People now, apparently, they did a poll and people would rather buy AirBuds than a new iPhone. Isn't that fucking crazy? That don't even make sense to me. Makes sense to me. They want the AirBuds with their old iPhone? Yeah. They would rather not upgrade their phone and get AirBuds. Pretty interesting. The advancement, just a better camera is not cutting it anymore. Well, that's it. I think there's not enough. Not to mention a new iPhone is now $1,400. Yeah. Which is fucking ludicrous. My point was this. The point I was getting to was that we all have these fucking super sophisticated computers in our pockets and hardly anyone knows how to use it. I would say even to like 10% of its capacity. Like most people are just like. All the little cheats on the keyboard and everything. No, but yeah, even little cheats on the keyboard, but just a thousand other things that you have on your phone that you 
don't know exist and never use. You don't have the bandwidth to think about it all and go over it. Yeah. Even my computer, like that computer is insane and I don't know how to do fucking. You could figure out to get to the moon with that computer. Probably. Oh my God. Compared to what they got the to the moon with. with the wherewithal. Yeah. Anyway, Simon, note. You look like you had something no, in the I, chamber. No, I was just listening to this conversation. Exciting. Um, it was neat when he was talking about mushrooms being meadow makers. That was super cool. So they go in, they release something where they kill off all the trees. Mm-hmm. Then they use those trees to decompose and grow the lush grass for the meadow. Yeah. So you'll be walking through a big forest and the middle forest is a huge uh, that's, lawn. That's probably mushrooms. Yeah. Which in turn allows animals to graze like it's it's they're the, 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 the key to life they're the key to life there's, there's nothing this thing blew my mind i was more fascinated than joe rogan i listened to it twice and mushrooms have had their form for a billion years longer than human beings have had their form that's like have you ever, maybe, maybe we are mushrooms maybe that's what we evolved to Ma- the maybe. first people Maybe. And maybe those mushrooms came from outer space and were actually aliens. No, maybe AI figured out the only way we could survive is to become mushrooms. I honestly believe that's what he was saying, but didn't want to come out and say <laughs> it to be... Because the portobello mushroom uh, people would have had a Well, there's that too, but he had Blackhawks over his lab. Like, this guy's, <laughs> yeah, that was This crazy. guy's a deep Dick Cheney. George Why did Bush. he have the Blackhawks over his because, lab? Because, so when you have an antidote to something like smallpox, which is pretty much what he had... When you have the antidote, you can then make weapons-grade smallpox. Oh, yeah, right. okay, so gotcha. he then had a weapon of mass destruction, basically. So because he had applied for all this, like it was crazy him even saying, like, basically the DEA were trying to set him up once he got his grant, mm-hmm. just to be like, you sell mushrooms, right? Yeah, we yeah. know you sell mushrooms. Sell, you us sell some mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah, sell <laughs> us some mushrooms. We'll give you any amount of money you want. Sell us some mushrooms. What's that amount of money? <laughs> yeah. Now, what is the threshold? Um, I was gonna say though. So if mushrooms are that old. Like if we know they're more than a billion years old, maybe when you you're tripping on magic mushrooms, you really are getting information like ancient information. Hundred percent. Maybe, maybe that is happening. Did you just say a hundred percent? He said a hundred percent. Like he's positive of it. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm just sure. throwing that out there as an yeah, idea. Some, you connect in a moment with all of history and all of life. Dude, and, you and have had the, the best trips, eh? Well, no, maybe uh, a bad no, trip. I've, Hold on. I've had some bad trips. It would make sense, though. Maybe a bad trip is you getting a piece of bad history, maybe. some of that information. But like uh, you're just taking in a bit of Holocaust every time you have a bad trip. All my bad trips were caused by being around people I didn't know or just a not good set It was seven. the scenario. It wasn't mm-hmm. the... Uh... And like I said, I've gone to my college and done here dose by myself where I, I know I have no one to talk to, but I know I can't actually put words together. I'm so fucked. Well, I've just run around my cabin naked. Keeping the fire going. Here, I'll let you guys shit down my throat. Uh, <laughs> I'm amazing at rapping when I do mushrooms. <laughs> oh, God. That, <laughs> a, I believe. He thinks oh, he's amazing at rapping when he does mushrooms. Yeah, fuck you. Well, Joe Rogan was saying he has a friend who's a kickboxer or whatever, microdoses mushrooms, and he's like, can... Uh, I'm going to start. Imagine, or oh, what, he's, what is the word he said? Mark my words. Feels he, like he, can, he feels like he can... He sees everything in slow motion. There you go. Like he sees you. like one step ahead. He knows what they're going to do. I love how Simon thinks all this is bullshit, but he thinks some What's ginger... What's the fucking episode he fucking sun. told us to listen to? this guy's unreal. I don't think it's bullshit at all. What are you talking about? I thought it was funny that it took Kamar to get so long... It took him so long to get the word slow motion out of his mouth. <laughs> no, that's still another word. I just wanted to move on. I uh, I want to start microdosing mushrooms. Psychic. They're so cheap. Well, I think you should do that and then have a rap career. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm 40, so that's over. 
Yeah, but know. for the next episode, I'm going to do some mushrooms. And then you're going to rap for us? Sure. If you want a micro, a microdose. Fun. Yeah, I think I'm going to start a microdose. And if anyone wants to start microdosing, he also recommended five days on, two days off. Yeah. And if you're looking for good mushrooms, you can hit up Paul Stamets. His email is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't sell those type of mushrooms. Well, supposedly. Supposedly. For any amount of money. You know what's crazy? I have a little Blackhawk story of my own. Total subway here. Um, I was in Miami, and we were staying at an Airbnb that this friend had rented. And we're on the balcony smoking a joint. And I hear what can only be described as, like, uh, I don't know, a task force of helicopters. But it sounds fucking loud. And I'm like, what is going on here? And just like that video we watched earlier where the like the military fucking plane is coming up, dude, seven black op helicopters just appeared over the water and they were doing like laps around the and then I looked up the next day, apparently they were doing like military training. They dropped a box of ammunition in the middle of the ghetto. And they were asking the good people of Miami to return it. Was Obama president when this happened? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking Kamar. <laughs> yeah, it's all Obama's fault. Simon, no. Duh. Um, crazy that mushrooms can run mazes like rats. Not really. That's yeah. not that crazy to me. Well, I mean, they'll always find, I guess that's not that crazy. A plant will find its way through the maze eventually if it's going towards light. I know Kamar didn't listen to it, but I know I sent you that podcast about plants and how fucking crazy oh, yeah. they are. Smarty plants. I mean, the, yeah, that was, it's if you true. haven't listened. Once you've heard that, none of this seems but, crazy. But we know mushrooms shit on plants and mushrooms are like the smartest thing on the planet. But planets. they did so that whole experiment. No, you need to listen to the, this. this is... Oh, no, this is something else. Oh. This is the Tokyo subway experiment okay. where they did a mini version of the Tokyo subways and then put the mushrooms in and they found the best routes better routes than the subways were yeah, taking yeah. to get to where they oh, were Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we Subway. Yeah. Segways. The best segway. The best segways. So, sorry. What were, what were you saying? No, I was talking the Smarty Plants. Oh, the Smarty Plants is crazy. You have to listen to that. It's a um, It's only like radio a 30-minute. I think it's only radio a Radio Lab hour. podcast. Joe Rogan was on Radio Lab? <laughs> no, we're well, just Well, he saying. loves Radio Lab, so kind of ties in. Maybe I'll pay that. What does he love more, Marvelous Mrs. Maple or uh, Maple? Listen, I even he plugged it again today because I yeah I know I saw the the uh, Instagram. I even went back and watched it again because I was like, well, if Joe likes it, I got to give it a second chance. And it's no good, man. Uh Like he Uh only likes it because he's a comedian. No, no, look for the EP credit. He's probably an executive producer. Some Uh, shit. Hilarious. Or his wife is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I uh, I remember what my housekeeping is now. Let's hear it. A little late in. Holy um, shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 30 minutes in. Last week when I jumped on uh, Jamie the Nowitzki thing, I, uh, oh, yeah. I think it was a little wow, a little presumptuous. And if Jamie did edit something out, because you, you came with no more proof. And, oh, I forgot to look that up. I got to use this fucking whiteboard. I think Jamie probably did it in the best interest of everyone. And I, I think the truth is, but the job. the way I came off that I... Uh, all right, you noted. You're apologizing to someone that's never going to listen to this show? That no, he's is... apologizing to me. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's pretty much. Wow. No I... apology sent my way. Awesome. Well, because well, you don't no. care. I was just, I'm, I'm so caught up with how I don't like the UFC and the whole thing <laughs> got so messy. And you let, it, you let it bleed into your love for I let it get the all best things, of me. Joe. I apologize. Anyway, back onto the mushroom, dude. This, I was thinking this, this, we should have done this as a year end. Review. Like, yeah. It was last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I couldn't be more clear about the rules. <laughs> if if it had been this year, I would have made it yeah. my pick. Yeah. Okay. Because just to the listeners, 
please go listen to this because I think we're butchering half the stats, even though Simon's notes are impeccably terrible this week, apparently. <laughs> but uh, I don't trust any of them. It'll blow your mind about mushrooms and really make you think. I mean, I think this guy should be like the most important scientist in the world. What do you think about the stone date theory? Like, do you, do you think that's a possibility? How, well, how first far-fetched of all, do you think First of all, it's a hypothesis, Wait. not a theory. Because wow. a theory is proven. Yeah. But I, I, have a, I take umbrage with that because I think a theory is like, I have a theory. I he took it, umbrage with that. I looked that word up before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sorry. I, I think a theory can be like a theory. I don't care about the th- yeah, but whether on, it's a theory. It, you're <laughs> using it in the sense that like, well, I've just grown up saying that a theory is a theory. He's telling you that actually you have a hypothesis. Yeah. Okay, so well, the Stone Ape hypothesis, hypothesis like sure. easier to pronounce theory. How about this? What do you think? How about this? I don't think what? it's true. Oh, you don't really? Think it's true. What's your doctorate in? My doctor? No, what's your doctorate Zeus. in? What's your doctorate in? Because I'm a high school dropout, so I don't think any of us can have a real fucking no, that's fair, hardcore that's fair, opinion that's about this. I, I You're asking Simon about my opinion about what happened a million years ago. I'm asking if that's something you would subscribe to. Before this podcast, I w- that's what it was. To, to me, Apes ate mushrooms to me that makes perfect sense. No, no, I'm just saying the mushrooms and, and the type of things that it can give you it would make sense to me that that would propel our brain, you know, what is it? Um, was it, how many years did it take for our brain? 20, to, it was like, what was it? 20,000 years, I think over 20,000 oh, 200, years, years. 200,000 200, years. Sorry, 200, years. Yeah. Zero. Our brains our double brain in size in 200,000 years, which is like, it should take a lot longer than that. So here, I'll, well, I'll throw out another hypothesis. Maybe some sort of food source became abundant that wasn't before, well, that had extra nutrients. It, Do you know what I mean? Like, but, but then you could even say that the mushrooms made them better hunters. It made them more alert. They were microdosing mushrooms. It's like they could see the animal's movement before. And then they got the meat. And then they were able to do all sorts of other things. I don't know. That, that makes sense to me. I, I don't think it's so crazy. Even Again, the, I'm not a scientist. Even though this guy disputed it? I guess my problem, Simon, now that I'm sitting here really thinking about it, is like there would have to be pretty much an unlimited abundance of these mushrooms. And these monkeys would have to have the wherewithal to be microdosing, like to just be eating a little bit at a time. If they're looking at it as a food source, would these monkeys not be eating well over a hero's well, dose the, every the time? the first time they would. And then after that, they'd be like, okay, the last time I did this, the whole fucking world went into fractals. So that this time, I, you know, and they trial and error. Like, listen, they well, didn't have a lot sense. to do back what, then. No, like, what would make sense to me? They don't have a lot to do back then. What would make well, sense they, to me more is what he said about how when you do your first dose the next day, it's and I can attest to this. You always got to double up the next day. Yeah, you get it. You, so maybe the first day they all did trip right away. And then the next day they ate the same amount and they were just a little less than the next day, a little less. But even then. What you're talking about is just like an overabundance of mushrooms well, for 200,000 years. Well, like they have to keep what they were saying is as long as there were um, grazing animals, as long as there was open plains, then there would be a lot of grazing animals. There'd the be a lot patties. of poops yeah, yeah, and there'd be a lot of mushrooms. Hey, when Terrence McKenna said it, I was sold until this guy came along and pointed out that Terrence McKenna printed the end of the world on his birthday. Yeah, that was interesting. That was really uh, well, it, the gut. Didn't it also happen to coincide with the, the end of the Mayan calendar? Yeah, all three events were the same time. Listen, I'm just saying. I don't give the guy, I don't blast him for doing that. Like the Mayans picked that date too. So. Well, and I certainly don't believe everything Terrence McKenna said. I'm just saying that. It was also a from the- from the roots of what he's saying here. Yeah, I can I, really again, see as 
It was also point out I have no doctorate. Yeah, it was also a hypothesis. Like we said, he doesn't have he didn't have any real solid scientific like data to Terrence back it McKenna? Up. Yeah. I don't even think he was a doctor, was he? No, but if he was a scientist, what I'm saying is he doesn't he didn't have the scientific data to say definitively. That's why it's a, hypo- a hypothesis a and not a theory. A hypothesis. I found, a hypothesis. I found it was uh, neat. I guess it's not neat, but when he was talking about um, Timothy Leary setting back mushrooms by, you know, 50 years. Because he got the Because going? everything to do with the whole woohoo part of it, he thinks is, you know. Oh, yeah. He got really butthurt when it, uh, it stagnates. Thought the, of calling it shrooms or parting with him. I'm an adult, but you know this. But I mean, that's where party. I heard about mushrooms was from <laughs> Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters. You know what I mean? The electric Kool-Aid acid test. Like, that's like the first kind of. Before you ever did them? Yeah, for sure. Trying to think where I heard them from. I think they were from high, just in high school. They were going around. Wasn't me. Anyway, for Simon. shame, for shame. What's your note? Guy who always gets so angry. Yeah. Left his phone the on. The Gestapo today. Is, yeah, he's lacking. Um, so they say psilocybin is a neuropathic, right? So like uh, something that's good for your brain. Um. I mean, are they just gonna have it as vitamins soon? Is that a nootropics type thing. Well, yeah. Right before you have lion's mane, which we'll see. I mean, I, I think but, we're gonna be a lot. But smarter lion's next mane week is boys. not a psilocybin mushroom. It's not. Imagine if next week we all came with no notes and just remembered fucking everything. I'm, that's what I'm hoping, boys. That's what I'm hoping too, man. Thank God this stuff was on sale. <laughs> oh, I thought they sold this at your work. They did. Oh, <laughs> but we don't know where it works, so that's uh, irrelevant. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry, Fucking I'll have to do me. some research on it. Come but I'm, I'm pretty sure me. that it's not a psilocybin mushroom. It doesn't say psilocybin it, on it. He it said says, it had. The, he said it had the same properties as the psilocybin for rewiring your neural network. Mm-hmm. So right. that's why I picked it up, right. and I almost pronounced that word. But yeah, you've got to listen to this, listeners. You must listen to this podcast and email us and tell us what you thought we missed about mushrooms. Unless you still have lots of notes, right? Yeah. So you think the stuttering was fugazi? You I'm think that whole it was thing fugazi. is fugazi? No, I'm just sitting here saying I can't. Uh, my point was just that you oh, guys, that we you guys are you. so quick to believe some. So if I go on Joe Rogan and say I think I'm better at video games when I when I'm tired, yeah. then you'll be like, I think this guy's got something. I want. No. So I had a friend who stuttered really bad as a kid, mm-hmm. and now he hosts not hosts now he does the commentating for the olympics for an event in the olympics so he has no stutter anymore i should i should ask him if he took mushrooms i know i saw some stuff about uh mushrooms helping kids with autism tremors epilepsy so i i believe it totally i i mean his story is quite uh, how do I say theatric? Well, he's on the highest tree in the hill in Ohio, and the lightning's coming. Down. What is it like to take an ounce of mushrooms? I've done a quarter ounce. Obliter- you have like that would just blow your fucking brain apart. I'm sure you throw up. I threw up, but I, did, I wasn't high. Like I didn't feel. High. I just felt gross. On a quarter ounce of mushrooms, I didn't take a quarter ounce in my hand and cram it in my face. I ate two grams. I waited 45 minutes. Okay. Well, I this ate- guy said he ate. Between a half an ounce and an ounce of mushrooms, like in one shot. Well, either way, within two hours, I had eaten seven grams, so mm-hmm. I considered it the same thing. You don't seem so blown away by it anymore, but 
No, I'm, I I believe it 100%. Much, and I think some of what that doctor we were talking about before was saying, mind over matter guy, who we think is full of shit, <laughs> tells you to eat red peppers, was talking about how mushrooms can change this too. I want some of these guys all to be in the same room now. Yeah, that would be interesting. I think so. Joe should do an end of the world, but instead of comedians have like... All the smartest dudes. Well, yeah. he kind of did. Well, they all went out to dinner together. That was it. Remember? But that was internet. Jordan that Peterson, Dan Harris, uh, or not, Sam Harris, Sam, Sam Harris, Eric Weinstein, Weinstein. Yeah. Um, Joe, somebody else was there. The best. Oh, it's uh, it real. Yarmulke. Oh, yeah. Um, Shapiro. Thank you. The best group episode is the Egyptian one where they're all fighting. Oh, that's amazing. It's just gold. That's the one with... Um, we have to do that one one day. That no, is the no, we one won't. with... I'll sit um, What's his name there? Matt, what's the guy's name? Graham Norton. Yeah. No, Graham Hancock. Hancock. And then it's the guy from the Skeptic magazine. Mm -hmm. And they each have an expert on it. And there are four people on it. One, it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a total shit show. So that's the thing. When this guy's on or any of these guys are on with Joe, you know, obviously Joe, Joe does dispute stuff. But if there was someone else there who thought something else, we could really get some lively debate. Um, I mean, the problem is they're all debating shit that that they don't have yeah, definitive none of them answers have, for. And anyway. none of them have anything in common either. They're all debating yeah. totally different shit. So Fair enough. anyway, I, I see where you're going, though. It's like the seven people I'd like to meet in heaven. Exactly. Is that what that play is called? Or uh, that book is called? Similar. Something like that. Um, but we totally ha like there's no mushroom culture in our society, whereas in other you know, in Brazil or wherever, South America, it may be like, you know, they had been doing this since they were kids. Shaman, And it's just, it's nothing to do with drugs. It's nothing to do with tripping. Yeah, exactly. It's all to do with, you know, it's a normal part of their society. There isn't, but I mean, in our circle, everyone went through the... No, I'm just seeing if like it was less taboo, obviously, when it's not illegal, we're going to get a lot more use out of it because... It's. It won't be so much about tripping. It'll be more about learning. I did acid before I did mushrooms. I've never done acid. I just don't understand why something that grows on the ground that alters your state of consciousness is automatically illegal. Yeah, that's weird, right? Like everything else that grows on the ground is totally legal. You can grow it in abundance. Well, you can do whatever. I could come up with some conspiracy theories that they don't want us all being hip to the game. So basically, if you find something that gets you high, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it to yourself and keep getting high. They have to spread all mushrooms in the Middle East. That's what I was thinking. Somehow, just I want to just dose people now. Not not like heroic dose, but just enough that they they realize the nature of their ways. They can be better better people. But I mean, if it's really true, if mushrooms can really like um, rework your neural pathways, I mean, it's crazy that this isn't just something they're using all the time we're squandering it yeah yeah absolutely. It, it seems nuts it, I, it seems like we have sorry it should be in the water like fluoride well or at least as a medicine right like what do you call it? a vitamin tropic vitamin or something nootropic. a nootropic vitamin thank you very much yeah i mean like it's the same thing as weed which we're gonna get to soon but you know like why i don't know um can we talk a little bit about bees well you that's how these fucking bees, bees are amazing that's gotta man. be the end though right this is a great subway to bees. 
No, I'm just saying this, the bees was the last thing they talked about, so it's got to be the end of your notes. That is no? correct, Matthew. Yeah. Way to go, man. I listened like two days ago. I got you. Um, yeah, of course. Bees are... Well, we've known this for a while because we're losing them. Yeah, but I I remember somebody telling me this, but I had totally forgotten that bees were so essential to almonds. Yeah. And without the bees, then the almonds dip, and it's like this whole vicious Well, bee like they cycle. said, for every... Whatever it is, for every bee that touches a plant like it's like a thousand almonds because they fly i don't know yeah bees are essential to life yeah 35 percent of all the food you eat is directly linked to bee pollination yeah i know a store that buys honey from a local uh beekeeper and uh, i was asking the uh bee mat keeper like what are the bees doing right now and they just lay dormant right now during the winter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're just sitting their hives like Kamara was shivering uh, for the audience. (laughs) vibrating gently uh, by himself. Do a little bee dance. But Uh, apparently they're alive, but they're just like, they hibernate over the winter. That's crazy. Let's hope they don't die. That Jerry Seinfeld movie just never did well, eh? The bee movie? The bee movie? Did it? it, it, Yeah. Did better than Solo, I think. Not as good as Aquaman. Did you see Aquaman? (laughs) Yes, I did. Was it good? It was awesome. Really? No. For for what it is, it was awesome. (laughs) Sherlock was terrible. Get it oh, the one with the the, yeah. the funny one. Well, the after, mule, the mule was average. Did you guys see Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and that other guy on Netflix? No, no. Amazing, hmm. and his clothing's impeccable. That has nothing to do with bees, though. Simon really. Looks no, no, no. That I mean, that was pretty much it on the bees. Um, so mushrooms can save the bees, and the bees can save us. So mushrooms can save us. Mushrooms are everything, and there's nothing else. I don't think. I I think they should stop like looking to cure cancer and stuff like everything should be devoted to mushrooms that's what i got out of this like mushrooms for i saw a thing well, mushrooms can cure the every cancer. week probably cha- can every week kamar changes his uh every time he hears a new podcast yeah, every time there's a new podcast he's like you know what i thought it was mushrooms last week ai is the solution yeah. AI is no. gonna solve it all sleep it was all about getting yeah. enough sleep yeah, last week I'm, this week it's all about the mushrooms i'm so impressionable i'm sure theo vaughn could convince me to suck his dick <laughs> that southern draw that was the other day because I hear something, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm in. I'm in 100%. But, I'm surprised uh, you're not a religious person. Uh, it could be. It could mm-hmm. be arranged. Um, just last note about mushrooms. So I thought it was interesting when we were talking about mushrooms being able to help other medicines work. Like as a conduit? As a Carlos it, conduit? Exactly. As a Carlos conduit. So, I mean, really, mushrooms can do... Kamar is eating the lion's mane mushrooms as we speak. Oh, my God. He's got a whole handful. Not Without much, water. Kamar. No water. Oh, my God. Watching ah, someone dry This guy is pills? so what hardcore. Oh, my what God. He needs the Heimlich. That is terrible. Do they taste bad, Kamar? Do they taste like mushrooms? Ooh, no, they taste like a gelatin cap. <laughs> Gross. But maybe I'm going to have mushroom burps. Oh, God. The room is moving. All right, so Paul Stamets. Excellent podcast. Paul Stamets, great podcast. I think I give it a five Jamies. Four and a half Jamies. Four Jamies. I would definitely recommend listening to that podcast over us talking about that podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We gave you some... It it is a terrific podcast. We gave you some great highlights that were wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And you should go back and get the right information. I'm sure we butchered a great deal. But if nothing else, just if you missed this one... This is definitely, you know, for the anals. One of the one of the archives hidden gems. And if you did not think it's interesting, definitely email us at jrepodcast.com. 
All right. Oh, one last thing. Okay. He had a Star Trek character named after him. That's yep. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or uh, based on him. And, he was and named after him. And he was in Hannibal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are on Star Trek. You know what I mean? Famous people. He was Paul Stamets on Star Trek. Dr. Paul Stamets. Yeah. I think, I think That's Star very Trek's cool. I agree. Okay. You know what? Well, I just want you to know before we go further. I um, want you to know, too. I think Star Trek is also fucking lame. You saw that uh, stupid uh, Photoshop thing I sent you, the Yeezy Moose? Yeah, the Moose 350. Buy those Yeezys. I thought, I thought of a better one. It would be the Yeezy Roost because Joe has all the chickens. Chicken. Gotcha. And you wouldn't have like a big moose on it. You would just have like chicken colors. You or know, big moose knuckles on the toe. All right. All right. Okay, moving on. First on, of all. On that note. So good subway. So let's do a huge disclaimer. The next part of this is right. Right with fucking uh, spoilers. Okay. So there? if you have not watched Murder Mountain, you're going to want to turn this podcast off. I disagree. Right now. You can listen to this and you can watch it because they don't do shit in that fucking stupid movie. Wow. Okay. Kamar's obviously giving Murder Mountain no Jamies. No Jamies. Wow. Okay. But either way, if you do want to watch it unspoiled, go watch it now and then come back and hear what we have to say I about dare it. Dare you to spoil something. Okay, I can. Okay, fine. I'll spoil the whole thing. Simon, how many Jamies did you give uh, Murder Mountain? I gave Murder Mountain. <laughs> we're doing Jamies. Why not? On we we rate everything. Four Murder Mountain or four Jamies. <laughs> four mountains. Four mountains. Four murders. Um, I <coughs> thought it was great. I'll give it four and a half. I give it one Jamie. Wow. Okay. Why didn't you like it? Because I did some research about it, and um, turns out the producers totally lied to the cops when they went in there to do it. And so that's why you have them like going like this. It's so incoherent when you're watching it that the cops like, why, why aren't the cops into this? But the cops didn't even know. But obviously the cops were totally cooperating the producers because they went on that ride along when it went to the shakedown and they kept showing the fucking um, reenactment over and over again. Like it was a stupid reality show. You show it once. I know what happened, but it, it was so dramatic. All the dramatic music. I'll tell you this. Humble is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Unbelievably beautiful. And all I could think watching the thing is I wish I had gone there when I was like 20 years old. I wish I'd snuck across the border and just gone there. Maybe I'd end up with my foot sticking out of the ground or you whatever. You 100% would have ended up with your fucking but, um, foot out of the ground. These guys went there to do a documentary and they just scrambled and had nothing and made up a bunch of fucking bullshit. Because you, you, my biggest problem is, I said, do they tie it all up at the end? You're like, yeah, it's all tied up. They do tie it up. No, they don't. It's all tied up. Who killed who? Well, we know. Okay. Okay, hold on. Stop. Ah, No, no. Stop. ah, ah. Let's just stop for one second. Just stop. You kept trying to interrupt him. Don't you know that the very first thing that Kamar does is a massive rant where he gets all information out on the table, and then we have to go back and back. Let's unpack this. Um, but we're not unpacking the end of it first. That doesn't make any sense. No, I'll say there this, There is no though. end. I but will, they no, did no. wrap it all up. This we know very, who oh, murdered sorry. everybody. This, no, you don't. Stop. This is very important. Because no charges were laid, because they didn't want to be... Uh, they didn't want to be sued for slander or libel, whichever is the one where you're spoken, they can't say the guy's name. The two guys' names. Well, the one guy, really. Well, so who do you... Th- whoa, just without giving away anything, 
What murder do you not think was wrapped up? Because Garrett Rodriguez, they know who killed the. They know who killed. <laughs> they know, but we don't. Well, they can't say his name. But we know who it is. We know who it is, except the name. And is the name going to do anything well, that's what for I was you? Just say. Do you know that guy? Did you live in Humboldt we, we County? Know, we know that guy still walking around, just fucking mind his business. Yeah, but Kamar, again, they can't put it in the documentary because it's libel. Because this guy hasn't been charged with anything. So for them, it's like they're calling this guy a murderer to something that millions of people are going to see. So they have to just call him the alleged all throughout the whole thing. I think it's more like either the way it was, it could have been like three or four episodes maybe, or each episode I think would have been better served if they looked into uh, like the Rodriguez case, one episode, that missing woman's daughter from Australia, another episode. Is this the first uh, Netflix documentary you've watched? (laughs) They all follow the exact same thing where every episode episode they're going to give you a rundown of everything that's happened. I think it's in case people start watching in the middle. That makes no sense. Well, I'm giving you, I'm telling you, I've watched a lot of Netflix documentaries and they're all like this. It's all way too much information. No, no, no. no. Exactly. So why do you start the middle? No, but I think, okay, the reenactment was just it's, bullshit. It's That's in all. case you've watched one and missed two and start at three. I don't know. Come on. Kamar, first the- of all, you want like the Australian chick to have her own episode. She's hardly a story. They're really just laying the groundwork to show you a lot of people disappear here. Some of it has foul play. Some of it they're not sure of. And Garrett is only a story because of the way it all spills off from that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There are tons of people. Listen, I, I have the number here. How the only reason- how many uh, ongoing missing cases they have. It's like 250 cases since um, 1973 or 1979. Um, Hopefully they made a made a raised awareness, but I just didn't think it was that good. Just, sorry, just let's just throw out there that. I agree with you. The way these Netflix documentaries work are bonkers with 12 or 8 episodes to tell a story that could be told in 4, but that's the way they are and we're not going to get this story otherwise. So I I'm happy to take it like that, you know? I just it's like when you read a Harry Potter book. They're all going to be the same. As long as you know that going into it, you're still going to like them. I mean, Kamar, you got to look at it like it's a talking head documentary with a ton of B-roll. So there's always like they have to build up. Making a murderer I, was the same way. You just liked it better, so I, you're willing I, I, I to. Don't, um, I don't think they had to build up. I I was in like when they were talking about how it started and everything. And but like, hold on, too. I think we need to we we got to back up because it. They're really trying to lay. They're trying to tell so many stories at once. The big story they're trying to tell is that prohibition did this. I think that's the overlying theme. Would we all agree? The fact that it was illegal. That because pot was illegal. Correct. Is the reason kind of all of this went down. Would you agree that that's kind of the overlying? No? I mean, that's what they told the police they were trying to do. Who? No, no, no. I'm talking about the like. The producers, when they went to the police, told them this is what we want to do with this. this well, is what, what do you I'm think the point you, Kamar, of what this do documentary feel, yeah. was? I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense with this documentary. There's a lot of missing people up there. It's the most beautiful place in the world. Why are there so many missing people up there? People are sketchy because yeah. weed is illegal and the greed overwhelms. So instead of you know paying your employees, they just killed them or whatever. And because it's illegal, the cops can't get involved because most of these people don't want to deal with the cops. That's so Simon got where I was going. I'm just saying what I got from this documentary the, the overlying theme was 
prohibition has created this monster that they're now trying to fix and it's kind of they're hurting a lot of people while fixing it um but yeah, that was half that documentary but, about but the people going on the by, street. But let's get by the way Netflix makes their documentaries and actually talk about this documentary. Sure. So it is. it starts with the Garrett Rodriguez case, which is a 20-something, I believe he's like late 20s kid from San Diego who wanted to move to Mexico and fish, and he figured he'd go work in the legal pot or the medical pot fields in Humboldt County. It's like the equivalent of tree planting in B.C. Yeah, sure. No, but I, I know it's yeah, yeah. not, but I kind of felt like that when they were talking about it. That's yeah, how I, I heard totally people talking like about BC. It looked like it. Looked yeah. like it. All the people just... Trimigrants? I love Trimigrants. that. Trimigrants. That is a great oh, name. Yeah, that was very good. So uh, those are the people who go up there and yeah. trim the plants. And like they interviewed those two girls from France that were like trimming weed in that fucking shitty shack. Dude, their accents were hilarious. What did she say? Ah, oh, we had to take the boost. They were from Belgium, actually. <laughs> no, they're from France. She said... I'll tell Simon, don't do this. She said we're from north of France. Okay, okay. From sure. Burgundy, or not Burgundy, from... Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to argue mm-hmm. with you. The point is, um, yeah, like a lot of people just showed up in Humboldt with like a backpack and would just look for people to trim weed for. Yep. And a lot of them it. went missing. And I want to be one of those people. <laughs> but either way, so Garrett Rodriguez got deep into it and ended up like investing in one of these farms with a fucking psychopath, obviously. And he ends up going missing. And that's kind of the crux of that. Basically, the his going missing sets in motion a staggering amount of events that leads to a lot of people dying. I think, so, I think at the same time, though, just to say they mentioned that this is notorious for missing people. And then it sort of brings it into his yeah. case specifically because yeah, they're yeah. talking to his dad. Yeah, they start with Humboldt County and how beautiful it is and how the Redwood Curtain's there and... Uh, how a bunch of hippies went there in like the late 60s, early 70s after Vietnam. And a lot of Vietnam vets who kind of don't want to be like the the toothless guy when they're like, when was the last time you were in a restaurant? And he's like, what, to sit down and eat? Oh, geez. Uh, 1979? I was like, holy fuck, 1979? That guy's the best too, by the way. Him and the one pot grower who's like the ultimate like, Beefcake surfer. Oh, I don't know. There's something weird about how he didn't say who was. The, he didn't say his son was there that night or something. There were just there was little weird things. They were like, what? Well, to me, well, Kamar, that just made sense because they're just mountain people family. who's like, yeah, yeah, like they. If you think about it, they were actively part of almost a murder. Well, his story. I mean, obviously, at the beginning, he's telling a story that has some fibs in it. Because he doesn't want to even admit that his son is there. It's not fibs. He just leaves. He leaves pertinent. He leaves a lot of information fibs, out. Fibs, fine, whatever. It's it's not the right telling of the story because he's leaving out people who were there. And they introduce people weird times. I'm sorry, I just found it. Weird. Okay, but hold on. Again, to build suspense and to not ruin anything. That's why they don't introduce certain people till late, or why they don't introduce someone as a certain like the guy that like Scott's son, for example. Uh, All of a sudden he shows up in like episode five. No, no, no. Scott's son was actually interviewed like early on, but he's just interviewed as a Humboldt resident. That's what it says at the bottom. And he's one of the guys who are there that night. Yeah, he's one of the... Yeah, so remember he's wearing like the, the... like he, the overalls that have like the he's in it yes, yes. he's interviewed a bunch and you don't know he's his son until right at the end so that's yeah. weird that's sketchy <laughs> no, no but i no, like the they way do they do that, that. On they purpose, do that for yeah. suspense and they do it so that you're not like because if it says scott's son at the then you early, don't take what he's saying seriously this way he's like uh well no but also you don't you have yeah, to introduce to scott 
They can't know. say Scott's son if they haven't introduced you to this guy yet. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. So for the sake of continuity, they're saying, okay, this guy's a Humboldt resident. And then later on, you go, oh, not only is this guy a Humboldt resident, he's the son of one of the victims. Like, I think I think the better story would have been the two serial killers that were. Yeah, that just gets hired. That just gets glossed over. Hired by the uh, OG clip, or no, by um, you, yeah, by know, Scott. Yeah, and they. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. That, that's a great story, though. They they end up being that serial killers taking people off the the streets. That could have been the whole story. Yeah, that could have been com- the whole story. Hold, no, but a different on. story. Kamar, you're like they glossed over it. This is five minutes after you were like there was so much bullshit in there they didn't need. They just told you that to build the fact that this guy, Scott, was super giving. He brought these people in, and they killed his best friend. That was the only reason they brought that up. But at the beginning... How about this? Sorry. Even now, like in modern time, that was that was in the 70s, right? Where he... Or early 80s, where those people were working there. But even now, people were saying, we think there may be a serial killer up here. Yeah, like but a, if you remember... Apart from them. Yeah, but you're forgetting, too, the reporter guy, the guy with the glasses... And the bad teeth, yep. he, he says, he's like, that is total bullshit. He said that, but I mean, that's just his opinion. Yeah, but I mean, all the other people were like inbred toothless hicks. They were like, it could No, be. you're right. It all has to do with the weed. That's probably right. But look, there's a lot of missing people up there. 250 peoples in whatever, 30 years? Is it the most missing piece of people in California, California or something? Yeah. In any, um, yeah. In, in all any of California, any county. I mean, county in California. All yeah. the drone footage just is is breathtaking. Like I, yeah, I, well, I it's the Redwood it. Curtain. It's I could beautiful. watch it for the cinematography alone. Well, and they couldn't have done that before drones. I, I prefer my documentaries yeah, to be a little more fact-driven than uh, reenactments and creepy music and stuff. Okay, hold on. There were not that many reenactments. Like, well, there's one reenactment, but they, they they keep flashing back to it, which I, I like Simon says, some people start watching in the middle of a documentary. Out of this documentary, though... Um, I do very much like that part, the Humboldt Eight, and how like I Alder Point. Oh, sorry, what did I say? Humboldt. Humboldt. Um, like I get what Kamar's saying. Maybe they showed it too many times, but that is a cool. I don't know. There was something about that that you know that outlaw justice. The eerie music the, helped. The only reason you like it is because they were right. Outlaw justice is terrible. No, I'm saying in this case, I, I don't what know I'm about saying. all outlaw justice. I just yeah, because they were right. They were helping out this guy who. I mean, just going back now for a second, everybody obviously really liked this Garrett kid. Yeah, he was he, a likable kid. He wasn't a dick, you no. know? He made friends with everybody up there, and that probably had to do with it, too. Like, if you're up there and you're an <laughs> asshole and you get fucking picked off, uh, nobody's going to give two shits, you know? They, well, they're all But bummed. he obviously made friends with all these women, and then they told their husbands, you know? They're all yeah. bummed that he went to go get his money and got shot in the face. Right. Oh, and sorry, just back to the beginning there. Um, so he he was working. He became like the general manager of one of these dope farms, right? Yeah. The guy who ends up killing him, I thought that they had done some deal, some weed deal. Like he had given the guy weed and the guy owed him money. No, he bought in. So like he bought into like a plot of like a... I like think, a I farm. Think it was just owed for the harvest. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. I'm fair. I'm. I'm. I watched it last night again. I'm ninety percent that he had invested in, like a plot. So they went. Okay, you know, let's let's each put fifty grand in, and we'll we'll plant you know five hundred plants here or whatever. 
So the, he figured I'm going to buy out of my share and it's 50 grand. And he mm-hmm. went up and said, I want my share. And the guy, instead of giving him the money, went in, got a gun and shot him in the face. Gotcha. Okay. But I believe the guy said, I'll go get your money and came back. That's what I'm saying. Him. Yeah. He said, I'm going to go get your money. Yeah. What's also crazy is that there was two people there that then went and disposed of the body. Like, that's how scary this dude was that they were like, yep. Yeah. And they just did it. And then went back. Like, if you're going to go bury that body, you'd think you'd just drive and not stop. Well, and and this guy must have figured he was scary enough that that guy wasn't going to rat him out either. Like, why didn't he kill that guy too? Well, he was up there and just put them both in the fucking Maybe he did kill in the him pond. No, no, he just... didn't kill him because no, the woman interview goes and interviews him. Later, him. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's disappeared. Yeah. That's sketchy. He hasn't disappeared. No, no. They say the woman's like, I found him. He's in fucking Humboldt County. And she goes and approaches him. And she says, she says that she goes and approaches him and that the guy's super scared. And that he says to her, that guy choked me out for a pack of smokes once. I'm not fucking saying shit. But the documentary never went to him. Yeah. The documentary went with the. Well, with the bounty hunter woman there. The private investigator. investigator. Anyway, this is what's crazy to me. They go up there, Thanksgiving, drunk. They shoot the guy. Um, which, three times? Yeah, three times. Once accidentally, which is obviously under duress and hearsay. I understand all that from a criminal, uh, from a court standpoint. But once he takes them to the body and they find the body, they dig up the body of Garrett Rodriguez with his foot Pretty much up, like, as described. We're all driving to the police station. Yeah, why can't they take him to the police? Because they shot him and they just threw him at the the hospital. So No, I get that too, but okay. So they drop the guy off at the hospital. At that point, they go to the property owner, and they get the property owner to come forward and say, there's a body on my property, at which point they go, and they dig up Garrett Rodriguez. At that point, how is it duress and hearsay it's no longer hearsay that's what i'm saying he's now made a confession as to where that body was buried you can argue that the confession was made under duress but once he knows the exact location of that body i just don't see how any court i guess he could say that i didn't put the body there he knew where it was but he didn't do it i don't know man i'm just i hear you i i yeah i mean i just don't know how a a jury of 12 people and I know it would never get to a jury. That's the idea. But that's, but. It's just the hole in in the documentary. There, that's, a, that's a problem. There's holes in this documentary. Well, I don't think it's a hole there in the documentary. There we are. There we are. We're coming around, boys. Why is that a hole in the documentary? There are holes. Well, because that doesn't make any sense. Why Why on earth does that guy not go to jail at that point? No, well, the cop, and, they and why are the they, cop, and, and he why says are they just not, what I'm saying. Because well, they're outlaws. I, I, that's the only cool thing is it, I made a distinction to me. There's a difference between a criminal and an outlaw. And these were outlaws. No, but were... why didn't they drop him after they beat the shit out of him? And shot him. And shot him, fine. Oh, I guess because they figured they don't want to get in trouble at that point. Well, they don't want to be guy. murderers. Because they figure if they drop him off the police station, he might bleed out and die. That's Well, then they should call the police and tell them to meet at the hospital. That's what I mean. I, that's your point, though, Matt, is... No, my point, listen. I Okay, if they call the cops to that to that private property that none of them own, so they're all trespassing... They call the cops up there. What do they say? We're trespassing. We just shot this guy three times. Because uh, he says there's a body over there. And he admitted there was a body over there. At that point, Simon, there's nothing stopping the guy they just shot from saying they shot that guy too. You, like, I, I understand why they did what they did. 
okay, and here's another. Yeah, I'm glad we opened this conversation because now Simon's getting a bit confused. But not, no, you're not confused, but you're rethinking things. I'm assuming maybe you're not. What about the fucking guy that shot Scott? Because this is the biggest problem: is all those guys are dead. The guy so that the shot sh- Scott's in jail. No, the guy who shot Ian is in jail. Okay, hold on. We're he totally shot him jumping in- the gun here. Oh, man. I know what's not- okay. Kamar's talking about no, no. Well, what do you want to talk about, Simon? Well, nothing. I just we're you, well, we're, we're we're sure not figuring it. We don't know why they didn't go to the cop shop. Like we, no, no. So Kamar, right? They, they do glaze over this. The guy that shoots the big guy with the beard, not Bob and not Scott. Ian. Is his Ian. name Ian? Ian. I don't think it was. No, Ian. there's no Ian. There's no Ian. There's zero Ian. Definitely not Ian. I'll look. Fair up. enough. Fair uh, enough. Okay. Either way, yeah, this this technology is really serving us good. <laughs> no, no. I'll look it up now. But um. Sidebar, while you're looking that up, how about there's an outlaw weed grower who has to cover his face? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Okay. Well, no, no, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, who has to cover his face and then the next and then, episode and is then, uncovered? And then in episode four, just uncovers his face. And then he comes back and now his face is covered again. And he's willing to take a documentary crew to watch him bury 40 grand? Like, it, it didn't even make sense. That It, it was stupid. That what the part, fuck was... Exa- that part was so dumb. Exactly. There's no way that outlaw is letting them film them. And there's so, no way that guy does on, get robbed stop, weekly stop. by he the... He does get robbed and weekly. He does, and he does a whole drug deal on camera. Nothing stop, makes sense stop, about that. Stop, It makes total sense. That guy <clears throat> is a fucking idiot and a weasel. How many times does he say he's like, I could be doing this legally? That's no fun. Like, he's just one of those people that, like, gets his jollies off of being some fucking what? half-criminal okay, weirdo. Sorry, sorry. How many times did he get beat up in that thing? Like what three? did he bring to the documentary, which is about this murder? Yeah, I'm not the sure eight. why he was even in the documentary, to tell you the truth. Dude, it was just like the Dookie guy. They were just showing all sides of Prohibition, how some people were going the clean way. Some people were just like, I'm never going to go the white market well he was the only guy and he was losing big time like no but, yeah, but i, I think don't that's what un- they were showing more too. importantly is why does he have his face covered for four episodes no, no, and one then episode and i'll whatever, explain whatever it. hold on i can explain it very simply. and then he doesn't have a covered anymore and then he covers it again well so this is what i think happened i assume that they're not going to let you wear a bandana over your face in jail yeah because in the first episode he's wearing the bandana I watched it last night, and in the second episode, he's in jail. Yeah. What they could have done was pixelated his face. Yeah. And his voice. Yeah. He obviously, like I said. Oh, he's in jail. He has yeah, remember, face. he goes to jail. Right. But then, they have the budget. His... They have the budget for the reenactment. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is all expensive. I'm saying. Kamar, this is all I'm saying is he seems like the type of guy that wants to be on camera. You did not answer the question, though. The question is, why is his face covered, then not covered, and then covered again? Did you just accuse me of not answering a question? I think so. This fucking, well, he did, this but you didn't. Guy. I'm uh, what, way support for what I'm back. saying is I have a feeling that this is the type of guy who's like, oh, I'm going to cover my face. I'm going to be a real outlaw and then realizes like, well, if I cover my face, I'm not really getting like any notoriety or any. I feel like this is that he's that kind of guy. He wants to be known and seen. And I could see how you feel that way. But why does he cover up his face after he gets out of jail? Yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure I understood that part. I'm telling you, if if you look at like there's stuff that's like that's like the yeah, woman but, from Australia. That's a compelling story. And, yeah, I and, Mark, like and his my, whole story. Sorry, go ahead. Well, my question to you is, you're going under the guise of like the producers are like wear that thing. No, don't wear that thing. I have a feeling this guy's just some fucking weirdo, and he's like, you know what? Today I'm wearing the mask. No, today I'm not wearing Maybe. the mask. No, I'm at the. Uh, 
idea that the producers like we got nothing. We got to make something out of this. Like they why just, they would have just not put it in the documentary. That, I, I still want to go back to that. You're trying like, to look up a guy that died. That That's seemed a problem. like filler to me. I agree. I'm saying there's a lot of filler in this, and I'm saying not not a lot. No, so, but so, that so, part sorry, was unnecessary. I'm agreeing with you guys 100 that the compelling stuff is compelling. Like his dad talking. Okay, wait a second. His aunt is a little fucked up, though. Oh, they could have done without. Yes, the aunt is fucked up. What's the close-up angle in the wig? They could have done without all. (laughs) They could have done without all of the dad stuff. The more we go on with the, hold on. But that's what makes the. You know what I mean? That's the fills the time for them. I don't think you need to fill time. I agree. It should have been two episodes. Pushes one hour. Can I? uh, Doesn't matter what his name is. Hold on. No, no, I'm not talking about his name. I have one note. I took one note. Since you're on the ant, it's a very pertinent note. Uh, there isn't a single good-looking person in this documentary. There isn't a single point at any time where you could jerk off in any one of these episodes. It's true. Not one girl is hot. Uh, the the older woman there who was who was uh, started hippie. She was probably hot when she was young. The hippie. The hippie the, who's the trimigrant who's married to the fat. The dude. trimigrants from uh, Europe. No, they're hot. Never. There was a little uh, Icelandic or Danish girl who was no, like, she was not sign. hot. No, she, had she was not because they all have dreadlocks. Anyways. Listen, Dale's I'm with Dale's you, girlfriend is so hot. Is that his name, Dale? Let's call him Dale. Oh Jesus, Scott! It looked like her no. face had been folded in half and that's then unfolded. That's Scott's girlfriend. That's, oh, like they dude. started making Scott's a paper airplane out of her face and thing. then decided against. There's it. no way that's Scott's girlfriend. That's his like weekend side piece. Yeah, I don't How? know. She's I don't so know. Ugly. Well, Scott's like the hero of the thing, right? I yeah, guess. but I mean, he's and, not. And and you saw pictures of Scott. He's Scott not, does not die first of the of the three guys. No, the big guy dies first. The big guy yeah. dies at the hands of a white supremacist. Yeah, which is where the, that whole documentary just takes a very weird turn. They they well, get they him on die. the phone. They get him well, on the phone. No, and he, but just with that one kid, like. But, oh, hold on, wait. I'm sorry. I have to say this now because I'll forget. Kamar, that's the other reason they they do it the way they do, as far as the way the documentary is framed. They. Because those three guys die, they have to leave you, the viewer, in some suspense that you want, You wonder in the three episodes, the first three episodes, you're like, why haven't I seen any talking head with Scott, Bob, right. or... So it's built that way because they, want, they don't want you to know they're dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, they did it's a right. really bad job because I knew those guys were dead. Well, you did and you didn't. I did enough. I knew, though. I knew. I know what you're saying, but... Because they left a lot of shit out early and like it gave you the idea that like, well, there might still be a talking head of of Bob or you know what I mean? Because Bob was the last one to die. I thought maybe they were in prison and they could only get a certain amount of footage or maybe they could get no footage. Who knows? You know, Well, once that one guy went to jail, I knew they're all dead. But the other thing is like because the hardest part for me was this was Scott's death. Yeah, of and I can't recall like, they were going. Okay. I remember. So which one is Scott's death? Okay, so Scott, Scott's Scott, and redheaded Dave. That's weird. Okay, redheaded Dave is weird. No, no, hold on. What's weirder is they gloss over the guy that shoots Scott kid, almost completely. Kid, that's another thing. So I'll agree with you there. So Scott is the big dude. No, no Scott no. is the skinny guy with the ginger like yeah, handlebars. Yeah, so he's but, like the the lead yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the man. He's he's got the. He so after he's the, the guy who hires the serial killers. killers, killers. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. After the he's white the one supremacist, who said, let's go up the hill. After the white supremacist shoots his buddy, yeah, his best friend, the big he, guy, he goes into hiding. Scott says, "I know where this guy is," and he goes to the cops and says, "He's at this cabin." The cops don't do anything. 
So Scott says, I'm going to take this into my own hands. Him, Redhead Dave, yes, yes. and then this third unnamed guy that, again, I just say they gloss over. They call him the kid or sure. something. They all go out to the cabin that they believe this white supremacist to be at. Who's at? I think he is no, there. No, no, no. I'll, t- I'll explain it in a second. Sorry, this is what bad, happens. Bad, no, no, it's okay. Something happens where the random kid ends up shooting Scott to death on the spot. Like oh, he times. comes out of the woods. Yeah, I he remember. like jumps out of the woods. They separate for yeah, some right, reason. Right. Redheaded Dave. Right. They separate. Redheaded Dave doesn't see it, but he hears the shots and he takes off. Then, um, like some someone comes, picks up Scott's body, puts the it in the back of his him. pickup truck. The guy truck. shoots him. Was it him? Okay. Yeah. Puts in the back of his pickup truck, but doesn't put the hatch up and then peels off down the road. Scott's body falls out the back, and the he guy just, never goes back for him. And he just dies in the road. And they won't say who that guy's name is. No, well, again, because they don't have him on any crimes. So what? Well, you because it's Fucking slander. Matt, it's know, slander and libel, Kamar. They know he he shot him. It's not. Easy. Kamar, okay. it is hearsay and slander. If, if, if you, I shot someone and I didn't tell anyone, and you went to the cops and said, he shot them, I can't sue Simon. I did it. Well, No, no but you're I missing don't... the point. Redheaded Dave didn't see him shoot him. And Redheaded Dave says that on camera. He goes, all I know is I was out there with Scott and this other guy, and I didn't shoot Scott. And they say, Do you, did you see who shot him? And he goes, nope. And that's right there. So that's it, Kamar. If from they a, say his name, that guy becomes a suspect. Like, I no, guess, no, no, no. I, I guess I understand if that. If they say his name, it's slander because he hasn't been convicted of any crime, so he can go and sue the shit out of whoever makes this documentary. Yeah, that was a terrible... But hold on. He falls out the back of the truck. They come and find the body, and wherever they drove... 500 feet from where his body landed, that's where the white supremacist was in the cabin. He was there. He was like in the area. He was within, yeah, he was within like, but what I'm saying, Kamar, is Oh, he might have killed Scott. No, what I'm, no, no. What I'm saying is we don't know how far the guy drove with Scott in the truck before the body fell out. Like it could have been three kilometers away. Or 500 feet. Yeah. Point I is, mean, look, they say that this guy shot Scott coming out of the woods yes, yes. thinking he was the white supremacist but yeah. they can't say but they can't say his name no but my point is he, that's what happened it's not vi- scott who shot him himself sorry it's not um the white supremacist no, who not. shot him no. well if it's, it's not a conspiracy if, theory if that girl is not his part-time weekend girl scott may have shot himself Oh, I hope he did. <laughs> That's she always is, a possibility. She is the most. She That's is the always ugliest a possibility. inbred human being but, in the earth. Um, no, that was a that was the hardest part to watch because like, stop fucking say this guy's name. I want a fucking picture. Like, and now now you explain that to me does make me understand why they're not saying their name because they're liable because they, there's no evidence. Of and then how did the third guy die? So the third guy just died in some random bullshit. He got he 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 was telling people I'm too old to fight. I'll just shoot someone. Oh, yeah. And then he he started fucking, he got drunk at a bar and him and some young kids started going back and forth. Right. And he said something to the young kid about how he was going to rape him in the ass. And that young kid had been molested as a kid. Right. So he ended up shooting him. And then if you remember, they caught him in the parking lot. They had that kid cornered and he jumped down like an embankment at a bridge, jumped into the water. This is the best part of the documentary. They have that weirdo with the king can. Yeah. Who saw the Bigfoot or whatever? No, that's what. No, he's so he's standing there with the kink and he's like, the fucking kid's a local, right? So like he knew. He just hopped down there, stripped off his clothes. He knows the cover fucking, yourself with yeah, mud. He knows the infrared's that the, not going to yeah, find you. He knows the helicopters have thermal. Infrared's not going to find you, bud. You cover yourself <laughs> in mud. You're a Sasquatch out there. That's what he says. That guy was my favorite character. But they end up, the they end up uh, uh, apprehending that guy. Yeah, some cop ends up in a in a mall. Like you actually see. But what's his name has the um, 
Scott. Like running out of the woods and the guy thinks he's... That is just the worst uh, oh, anticlimactic death ever. Oh, yes, yes, Hold on. yes. You're and forgetting that's why, too. That's why I was saying that oh, yeah. was the worst part of the whole thing for me is like, fuck, I didn't even, I didn't want to watch this. You guys told me to watch it. Yeah, I'm like at least the other now, guy died at the hands of the white supremacist. I just want to say it's kind of cool. It's, it's the juxtaposition of all this fucking shit in the most beautiful place you've ever seen in your like, life. Like it sounds to me like Redhead Dave was working with the white supremacist. There's so much. There's he went to get the white supremacist with Scott, and then just shoot Scott. Th- that could have happened. Sure. And this guy just drives away. I. I why can't we? Wh- okay. How about this? Why Let's can't they go get this guy and ask him? So what happened that day? He said just, I accidentally shot shot. Because maybe Dave. he didn't want to be on the podcast because oh, he's he a did, murderer. He didn't want or uh, on the documentary because he's a murderer. There are people who declined to comment on this. Well, I would imagine so. Let's just go back to his aunt was fucked up. Eh? She should have declined to comment. And there was no reason for the close up. Oh, you could have shot her like through. Well, a no, big Kamara, glass the problem too was her glasses were like. Oh askew. no, <laughs> I know. I watched it, and I was like, for some reason, she's way too close in the shot, and even sh- even her interviews made me realize what happened in the part where they're supposed to be building up suspense. I'm, sh- I'm I I knew so long before, like, yeah, get to it. I know they're all dead. I know they're all dead. Like. Just a weird release of people. Yeah, I, but even knowing they're all dead, it's just crazy how it all plays out. Is it not? I, I, it doesn't play out. The guy who shoots Rodriguez gets away. His dad gets to meet the guy and be like, hey, you did the right thing on, by I'm me. Talk, I'm Thank you about for the, helping me bury my son. No, they didn't bury him. They cremated him. I'm talking about the playing out as in this kid dies up there under weird circumstances and then these random dudes that like kind of knew him but maybe didn't know him as well as you might think, decide to take it upon themselves, and then they all end up, literally, they all, except for the Vietnam vet and his son, end up dying under, like, the weirdest of circumstances. Yeah, the whole thing could be yeah, like an Alanis Morissette yeah, song. Yeah, that leaves me feeling closure. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, I'm saying you at least... It's, I entertaining. Found, it's entertaining. I found good closure in the fact that they found the kid's body. That was the main uh, premise. Well, I kept thinking the Australian girl was going to be a premise. I kept thinking I'm this with, outlaw. I'm a little bit with Kamar now, just uh, not a lot, and, but a little bit. Le- Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. Let me finish. And then there's this. There's the one guy who's got the, He's he does Humboldt Chronic or whatever, his company, and he's gone on the, the, the good and narrow, but they throw the one when the SWAT comes down to bust his land, but then they don't bust the land. Yeah, but I think they were, sho- again, they're showing... They're showing all the problems that like prohibition has created, and then they're showing how it's not easy. Be- no, being no, no, it's not no, easy being no. legal. Yeah, it was like these guys came down and and were they were three inch seconds away. away from chopping down my you, whole operation. This, that's legal. This was footage. This is what the cops agreed to. They'd be like, "Could you show us you guys going to inspect a, a place, or whatever?" And so they rode along and they went with them. But I thought the place was going to get burned down. Because the, the wood chipper going. Yeah, I like, know, but the fact that it didn't was amazing because it showed you. No, no. Kamar, yes, it was showing you. Look, I, I, it was showing, I disagree. Okay, well, that's your opinion. I think Simon's it was show, on my it side. It was showing us what, though, Matt? Finish your thought. Well, I think it was showing you that, like, the cops are still out there strong-arming these people. Like like Simon said, they were an inch away. And from that the this. government is making it impossible with all their taxations. Yeah. Well, to, and that, hold and on. And all the permits, and, and they're, like, you know, red-taping everybody to death. They can't get anything done. Wait, wait. But it also showed me that even someone who's doing everything by the book and proper was an inch away from losing his right. entire livelihood. 
If you had a corn farm... Because nobody knows who's scratching who's back in this game. Had they told the police that they were doing a uh, Netflix documentary about these murders and disappearances, they would have no footage with the police. This is a fact. The, the Humboldt County just released a letter like okay. two days ago. So saying, do what you we need were, to do to get a documentary, man. So they, so they yeah. manipulate the gorilla, police to get the footage policing. to make you... Do you not think that the police in making a murderer were um, influenced or portrayed wrongly? I don't think the police. Well, then you're crazy. I don't, I don't think the police in it did a lot of interviews. Listen, let with, me with let the, me agree with, with Kamar with the d- documentary makers. Let let me agree with Kamar on a point from before, so then I can disagree with him on everything else. Okay. It was a it was a neat story the Humboldt Eight and all of that, but yes. two hundred and fifty missing people is the bigger story here. Yeah, exactly. it's a way better story, frankly. It's a bigger okay, story. So agreed. Now let me disagree with you on everything else Please because do. this is the way they decided to make this documentary. Like I just don't think you should get too bogged down in the minutia of how I think they I went should, about because it. Because it's you know? so serious about the missing people, they could have just shown the facts. They didn't need to show the fucking outlaw guy. Like, it's just, I'm telling no, you. But no, but this is the on, story they on. chose to okay, tell. Okay, and that's why this is a shitty documentary. That Well, okay, that's okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I think what Kamar's problem is, is he would have preferred a one-hour documentary that just had... All just the, the facts people. of no 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 i don't think that could be done though well, well it can't because they don't they're missing well my point too to, to to back up what simon's saying is not only are they missing there's no there's no meat to the story someone missing is like this person came here they disappeared okay this one is a story this guy came here he disappeared a fucking vigilante group of people went up and fucking found the guy that did it, got him to dig up the body. That's a cool story. And yeah, then all right. and then most of them died. That's the story. Uh, no. And then hold on. The outlaw thing is to show you this is it come on, they spend the whole time showing you the juxtaposition of Alder Point and Humboldt County. On the one side, it was started by hippies and communes that just wanted to grow shit and then they show you that due to prohibition and all the weird shit, it turned into this fucking seedy weird like I I I think yeah, I saw it, but that was the idea. Was but I think they took way too much like editorial fucking. Again, the well, reenactment is fucking bullshit. Welcome, to, say, like, welcome to Netflix, man. What have you been watching? He's so, no, no, he's so I, hung I've up on the, the reenactment. Like, what's the what's I've the one that. with the uh, Raja there or whatever his name is, the Asha, uh, Wild Wild Country? Yeah, like that should have been two episodes. But it was much better than it that. was twelve. That was it was twelve man. episodes. No, I don't think so, man. Really. Well, it was just too long. It was. I thought it was better than Murder Mountain. Um, what about the guy at the beginning? Because they introduced you to some growers, and like remember the one cool guy who had the European girls just in the fucking cabin. He was a young guy. Like, Giving the pep talk was today. the creepiest thing I have ever heard. That's how I like you to trim him. Yeah, that's sexy. That's some okay. sexy buzz. That dude was raping. All of those girls. Okay, that's a compelling story there as well. Like, I don't agree. Like, the only story was this. There was well, so many stories. Well, do you think that so there. many um, trimigrants disappear because a a ton of them are women going up and working with criminals, and b I wonder if a lot of them end up stealing weed and then just that's how they deal with thieves up there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, a lot of lifestyle. They end up in a fucking ditch. It's, it seems like the. I don't know, man. See, I one just, thing that bothered me was we never, they, like, 
okay, 220 missing people. There was a guy from Canada in one of those people they mentioned, like with the glasses, the young kid. What I was going to say, though, is you don't know. Like, we don't know. You just don't know how many people. Like you said, it could be a serial killer. We don't know how many of them are tied to the weed right. industry. Well, like, I, mean, I mean, you're sitting there like, how many of them are trimmigrants? How many of them are women? To be honest, that chick from Australia looked like she was a fucking, like, one bong hit away from losing her fucking shit anyway. Like, even her mom was like, I think she's suffer- suffering from amnesia. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think she was necessarily all there. Like, that chick could be alive living on the street in L.A. Maybe. And, and yeah. just, like, and but listen, there were 80, or sorry, there were 21 murders up there last year or something. Like, how many murders are there a year in Ottawa? It just felt more like than they that. showed a lot of missing There people. are more than 21 murders a year in Ottawa? Yeah, but there's a million people in Ottawa, so there should be I more just than 21 can't imagine that there's oh, even 21. I think 21 is the most has ever been in Ottawa. I don't, I don't think there's 21 murders a year in Ottawa. Check seven, it out. 17 this year. But that's just 18. in Humboldt County. There's a lot of bad shit happening up there. Absolutely, there's no doubt about absolutely. it. Absolutely. I just don't like, I do not hold like on, Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a county. It. You're also forgetting that. It's a county. It's, yeah. It's not a city. Oh, no. It's an entire county. That's just going to strengthen my point. That it's a terrible place. I thought it was amazing how... With mis- no law. And even though they were like, people went there, everyone w- spoke like an idiot. How about all the all the footage when they're showing the uh, like the, sh- the incompetent sheriff who's now mayor? You know what I mean? Like, they were just trying to um, make the police look bad or something, like, but they... Incompetent or something, but they weren't incompetent. They... They have no information because all these people, there's a, the code of silence. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, all it, read the letter from the Humboldt saying how they were misled. And then it sort of just, if it's so compelling and everything, why did you have to mislead? It's just sneaky. And I, 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 I found I, the reenactment being played multiple times. Like once you, once you do a reenactment and then you do clips of the reenactment, like you must realize the reenactment is not real. But then you start referencing again and again, and they they show the holes. You know what I mean? I the told guy, you he can't get over the reenactment. I don't know what it well, is. Well, no, it was just too theatric. You realize though that they couldn't give us the actual footage, right? There <laughs> I don't know if he realized there wasn't that. any. And I've seen lots of documentaries. Mar- I mean, you in, want unless footage. the toothless uh, Vietnam vet was recording <laughs> the whole phone? thing. No, of course. But you see what I mean I about don't him, ha- right? Like in his first telling of the story, he's simply watching. He's simply watching this. He sees them all drive by. He follows. He no, follows. No. In his first telling, he says that he, he follows, follows up them up there. And walks up, and then that he is the one that confronts the guy after they shoot him and yeah. says, "Just tell us." I I realize that. Well, then what does he leave out? Just his son being there. Well, his son being there, and I mean, I don't, I don't think that they drove by and he followed them. I think he was part of the posse the whole time. I disagree. I think that was all to make sure that he had no liability on him or no. Um, I'll tell you why they I couldn't disagree. come back on him for anything. I disagree the, uh, in the documentary. I'll tell you why I disagree. The vet. Think yeah. he, I no, don't no. think he gave a fuck. I, oh, I think he did. Simon. Yeah, but his son. They were all. He gave shit about stopped. his son. They were Sorry. all at Thanksgiving dinner, except like he wasn't part of that like crew. He wasn't friends with them. He wasn't. He was just a loner up there with his fucking son. I truly believe that. Like, the woman even says she egged them on. She was the yep. one that was like, no, yeah, I, you get those mountain boys yeah. a drinking. I agree with all... I, listen, we're arguing on a stupid semantic here. That's just my opinion. I think that he was part of it. 
I don't think he was just saw them driving up and then just, you know, inserted himself into the situation. I think he, you know, he was part of a crew that was going up there to find that guy. That's my opinion. Maybe. And he was telling it differently because he was making sure that there was no way that they, he's the only one living. Well, not the only one, him and, and his son and that other guy's son are the only guys living who saw it. And the murderer, we're not even sure of that. The murderer could be dead for all you know. Well, we, no, they make it seem like he's definitely alive. There's a lot of questions. Is he, He's not still up there growing weed, I don't think. No, but he was like from Indiana. No, he's selling him. meth. Yeah. That's what he was supposed to be doing. Well, that dude was just a bad guy, period. And they kept showing the same uh, aerial shot of the drone of Alderson Corner or whatever. There's the winding road, like... No, the bridge was the one they kept getting the shot of. Well, there's a couple just after a while. I was like, yeah, okay, I know what it you looks know what like. A, you know what would have been a great documentary would have been uh, the hippies. The beginning. The, the hippies making their commune up Fantastic. there. It was like the beach. The, the nine-sided house. Did you see the hog that on that And guy? then... And the, <laughs> yeah, there were some big dicks in there, man. Dude. And then him. he takes the plane over to get this... Or the plane. He flies over to get the yeah. seeds, and then they sew them all into the purses to bring them back. Like, that's all really... That could have been its own documentary. Oh, how how, how uh, Indica gets to North America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all that Fur. stuff. All that stuff is super cool. That, that could have been its own documentary. I just, I just think... I swear to God, they had enough information here and whatever that they didn't have to fucking razzle-dazzle it up. That's all. Like, like the, the, they lied to the cops. They just threw stuff in. How about... Um, I just don't understand. They the lied so the cops, angry about like that. Do you, you realize that the co- we will never get a, any sort of truth from the cops, right? So in order to get anything about them in this movie, you can't tell them what's going on. I, I sure I guess no, but you realize that, be, right? Like if you went to the cops and said, "Listen, and we want to show you and say how incompetent you were, and you weren't able to stop this incontinent, ma- incompetent." And I'm telling you, you I'm were, you. and how you couldn't stop this mass uh, thing, and you're missing 280 people. Like they just wouldn't have been into you, it. You just said we can't, they can't tell the cops because, or we won't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. Well, Omar, I just I didn't even know Humboldt County existed before this. So thanks to this documentary, I now do. Kamar, I'm just curious, like, so they lied to the cops. Like, there's a there's a scene where he asks the sheriff, he goes, you, got, you have, like, a lot of disappearances. Wouldn't it make sense to have just, like, one or two people looking into, like, just the disappearances? And, and he gives, like, the most vague, like, bullshit answer. My question to you is, like, where, like, how do you feel like the cops were lied to? Like, they obviously you, sat down and were interviewed, and a lot of their answers fucking You could pull up the letter from the humble... Police department. They said what they were told, or the pretenses that they were told this was under. Well, okay. So um, what Simon saying, Kamar, is this? No, if, no. I understand they have to be like uh, uh, diplomatic. Like if I go or, to the cops or, and I say uh, we're deceptive. doing it, if I go to the Humboldt County Police Sheriff's Department and I say, hey, we're doing a documentary about how you guys can't find fucking anyone up here. I have a feeling they're gonna go. Oh, you can take your documentary and stick it up your ass. If you were doing Making a Murderer and you went to that one cop who phoned in the license plate, the obviously phone or the license plate that was obviously sitting right in front of him, like he would never agree to go on camera. But you I'm know? saying, so, I mean, you I, have to, you have to. Ali G no would get zero interviews if he didn't pretend to be somebody else. You know, in Making a Murderer, I don't think they got. Any interviews from the other side. Yeah. They just had footage. 
They just had footage. They didn't have any of these cop interviews. Like, yes, they did have cop interviews. I don't go think back, they did. yeah, I, go on, back no. and watch but, it, man. Kamar, you're also forgetting that that was a widely publicized court hearing. So they have they have tons of like stock footage. This there was no court hearing. They have nothing but talking heads. They can't use any footage because there was no but either way they do interview that cop so it's a moot point what in making a murderer what um i don't remember the one they talk about but um even the the story uh, which cop in making (laughs) murder they did interview i got it um even the story of the private detective who got so disgusted he turned into a carpenter you know i want to know a lot more about him and his ponytail and and the other private eye she knew more i don't know i don't know i just i didn't here's the problem Kamar, will you watch uh, Murder Mountain? It's awesome. It's like, is it? Do they tie it up or is it like, and you were like, oh no, they tie it up. I feel nothing's tied up. Please tell me, I, now that we're this far into this podcast, please tell me how what you don't think is tied up so I can try and help you. Who killed Edgar Rodriguez? His name is not Edgar. Well, <laughs> it's not, it's Garrett, but I, I don't know his name. If you're looking for a name, you are never going to get no, stop. that. I realize Simon that. said it I earlier. That. If I told you his name was Tim Smith, does that give you closure? You don't know Tim Smith. Are, are you worried that you're going to see this Wait, guy and now on. not know? Hold on. His name is Jonathan Pearson. And he committed that murder. That sucks. Good enough for you. Well, no, I like better documentary. Give a picture. That's what I'm saying. Kamar just <laughs> wants to know that if he sits across from this guy on the bus, that he'll be like. That's him. We no, got him. but if we you want to know what the picture in my head was, have you ever seen the show Power? It's with um, 50 Cent. It's about music. Stop yeah. trying to push Power. I, I'm not, but in my head, that guy looked like the white dude on that show. Yeah, yeah. A little like Dolph Lundgren. I also, um, it was just the weird guy who's has kids and he's going on the... Uh, He's going straight, like with the law, and he uh, the guys show up to get paid. He's like, "You mold, you fucked up all my plans." Jason Dookie, the Dookie and brothers, the Dookie brothers. That made my heart skip a bit. That confrontation. That's on, obviously on the set up, though, right? Okay, that's Why a shitty like thing. That's, that's a shitty thing if that's set up. Well, you think that just happened to happen? And they threw well, the rock at the window. Well, they were the, and threw the rock. You don't think that. You happen to think that happened while Netflix was there that afternoon. Okay, see, so this is where Here you guys... Here we go. Hold on. No, no, this no. This is where this thing started to fall the no, fuck no, no. apart. This is, this is right, where you maybe guys... they weren't there that afternoon. Hold on. This is also where you guys are showing your age a little bit. And I do this occasionally, too. You'll you'll get there. You guys are thinking about a documentary crew like there was in the 90s when we were growing up. You're thinking about two guys with a boom, a guy with a fucking camera, and a producer, and three other people behind him. It's 20 fucking 19. The camera that they shoot this shit with is no bigger than the camera on that shelf over there. It's this big. It's got a handheld thing and that's it. There's probably two people there. Sure, so hold on. Just yeah. here, what I'm saying is like, I don't think you're getting what we're saying. I do get what you're saying. You're thinking about it. Like it's set up. How are these guys? I'm saying like those guys that showed up, they, they're not seeing like a whole camera crew in there. They're seeing fucking three guys and they assume it's a legit confrontation. Yeah, Matt, I think it was totally legit. Oh, you do think it was legit? Until you just said it set up, I was like, Oh, I, th- I think it was totally so this set up. That's the problem. I'm a, and I like the documentary, but that part seemed totally fugates to me. And no. that makes the whole thing fugates then. It no. Didn't, it didn't Why, seem... he, the story of the... 
I absolutely. Okay, the Alderson eight is super compelling. <laughs> it's Alder <okay>? point. <laughs> oh fuck off! The Alder point eight. Thank you. And the solving of his murder is the compelling part of this documentary. That's what we agreed upon. So what the fuck was that for? Like every other Netflix documentary, it's full of a bunch of superfluous bullshit. Like I was scared for the guy. I thought, I thought someone was going to get shot there. I was like, I can't believe they happen to be at this oh, guy's house they, on the day. This is and crazy. Someone's going to throw a baseball Hold on, bat again, the rock. Simon, you're forgetting that like they're trying to show you both sides of prohibition. So part they of they have it, to make some of it up because no, no, I don't. I don't think it was that. Made probably up. happened. That probably happened in real life. And that's a story that he told. That's a reenactment with the real person. Too many reenactments. That's what I think. I would like I would like aerial footage of the area and saying, so and so's ranch was here, other ranch was there, like they did in making murder. You know what I mean? I mean they had the technology, obviously, with all that drone footage. Yeah, but I think those people were like, please do not give a fucking aerial shot of where my weed plantation is. That's fair. That's fair. So those Dookie brothers. Yeah. He thinks he has some pretty good strains of weed, though, eh? He actually is. I looked into him. Yeah? Yeah, he's yeah. a... He's it's, he's for real? Yeah. JRT was telling me he, he looked into him as well, and he's got actual award-winning... Answer me this. If you were to drive down to California, would you like to pass through Humboldt County? Well, I've always... I would. I've always wanted to do the coast from, like, Washington down Seattle, to, all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, man. The best. Well, there's probably a but, lot of places where that is just still going but on. But you didn't no? answer the question. Yeah, would you want to visit Humboldt County? No, probably not. I would. You would? Are you afraid? I'm not afraid. See, after watching that, I'm not afraid. Listen, we wouldn't be driving up to Murder Mountain past the guys on the ATVs with shotguns <laughs> to take some Instagram photos. That you know, like- would make the whole documentary real for a second, man. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Look at Simon. He's uncomfortable with the thought of it. No, I'm I'm just thinking about how much hate you have for the it's it's like you've never watched a Netflix doc. They are all the same. No, no, no. I think they would. Matt, way, back way me much. up on this. What? They have, a fo- they have a format. Me? No, they have this format where, I disagree. you know, for every whatever 60% important information, there's going to be 40% fluff. No, I think, listen. They they have to to make it last six episodes. I think you're crazy to think that Netflix. I don't know why you have to make something six episodes. That doesn't make sense either. Like Because, I don't know, that's more viewing for them, the more streams. I also know for a fact that Netflix doesn't go in and say, we want you to structure the documentary this way. They don't do that. Yeah, we don't that's even know works. if Netflix made this or these guys made it and sold it to Netflix. If you and that's look, the best. If, if you Netflix, look at Netflix a lot of documentaries that are on Netflix, that are Netflix documentaries, they all have the same sort of format to them. Where yeah, but a lot of documentaries have the same. Oh, format. so maybe it's just documentaries yeah, then. I mean, like, so why? Why should the blame it on Netflix? Did they do a? Did they do? Oh uh, my God! The staircase had so much reenactments. I don't think it did, man. Wasn't Anyways. the whole thing reenactments? Because you have no idea what happened. Exactly. Hold on, though, Kamar, you're you're forgetting too that in. In the staircase, they have, like, just like Making a Murderer, they have a lot of subpoenaed videos where people are being interviewed by someone where you're getting I guess getting in this the case, answer. there is no evidence. That's the point. Well, There's no story. All speculation. Well, Kamar, yeah, because no one was arrested. No one was questioned. No, they have no, like... The only thing they, they have, have no on documentary. The only thing they have on tape <laughs> is... The only thing they have on tape is the old Vietnam vet talking to the private investigator. That's it. Nothing else is And the recorded. guy with the beer can. There's some weird. There's some weird the way they pounce back the women, like you. Okay, just spit it out. Scott died, but they kept dragging that out. I don't know. The, my favorite guy was Lion. 
Line. Who's the guy in barefoot? Oh, yeah, the barefoot dude. Dude, he was oh, like the sexy. His was, feet are something else, something eh? Else. Dude, he was ripped, though. All the shots of him, like, oh, yeah. topless hacking oh, yeah. wood. I was like, look at this he's, specimen. He's, the, uh, he's out there the slaying immigrants yeah. left, yeah, right, man. and center. He, he, it was, a, like, like I said, breathtaking drone shots. He gives some numbers for the... Sorry, did you want to go on another rant there, Kamar? Breathtaking drone shots, but too much artistic license. They and I, what they take all that stuff out, and they still have enough. To You're keep like me a Netflix documentary. Man, I watched the whole thing. This is very interesting. I feel I like just, Kamar hated it. Simon somewhere in the middle, and I enjoyed it. I just feel the dri- I I enjoyed it. I just I, I'm not kidding myself that it was like you know it had its faults. Well, you think, so. but it definitely perfect. it definitely kept so? me interested. You think there's a scene that's made up? He's saying it's it's, it's really happened. There's there's. We're oh, finding I mean, a lot of I, I definitely think that that's something that happened to those guys, but I, I got to think that that was some sort of drama going on in that scene anyways. Let me ask you this. Like, why dramatize that and then have a reenactment and then also not include... They obviously didn't have video of him beating the fuck out of I the, the same employee. Question myself. Like, I'm, he broke both his hands beating an employee. I'm up. not really sure why they did anything. I think not the one reenactment they put all their money in, <laughs> that was the budget. For Sorry, the whole I was trying money. to get at, they gave some numbers of uh, what the Clippers make. Yeah. Three, so it's 150 pound. per pound. A good Clipper can do two pounds a day. Mm-hmm. So 300 bucks a day. I mean, you're making good money. I wanted to be there, man. And I like clipping weed. I think you, I yeah. find it very therapeutic. I think it gets a bit much, though. Yeah, I can see that. But after a couple of days, you'd be like, okay. well, if that's your job, though, and you had to clip the perfect bud, and I mean, that's what you would night, do. It's like if you were a Subway sandwich guy. This is not a segue. This is an actual actual Subway story. Um, you would be the best sandwich maker you could be, wouldn't you? No, I would I, not. I would. I would Clipping make fucking some badass though. sandwiches. I clipped weed, and I'm with Kamar. After like seven days, you're like, this is terrible. I mean, I don't. I see the lure. There's this place in Northern California with mountains, ocean, lakes, rivers, and all you can do, you can get paid tons of money to clip weed. And you're young. Like, if I had known about that when I was planting trees, I would not have gone to Australia. I would have gone there. So, sorry, just back to the whole cop. Not knowing they were on camera. So what no, was no, with the, What was with the whole scene where he's waiting at the bus stop? The cops waiting at the bus stop for the um, people to get off the bus looking for work. Kamar's not saying they didn't know they were on camera. That's not what he was saying. No, the cops knew they were on camera. They were they were told they were on, on a uh, documentary about the transition of Humboldt County from illegal uh, grow up to legal. Again, I'm just not sure why that cop would be filmed at that point. It's yeah. it's nighttime. It, like, yeah. what do you mean? I don't understand what either. Uh, Kamar is right that. They weren't lying, though. That's a stretch of the truth. They were doing a documentary about Humboldt County and it transitioning. What Simon's asking about why he'd be there at night, it's just fucking beyond me. It's a ride-along. They're just looking for B-roll. They're trying to interview a cop. The cop is waiting at the bus stop. I understand. At night. Yeah. For people to get off the bus. Yeah. Why? He's saying, look, he's just saying, look, these he are was growers. Saying most, he was saying, there's a good chance a lot of these people oh, that get off these the are bus growers here coming to chase are a coming dream. He, he's giving the guy the tour. I yeah, see. He's yeah, saying yeah, yeah, I got it. Most of the people I that get it. off these buses are here looking for this dream and most of them could end up in a fucking hole. Mm-hmm. We've really gone off the rails. We're at an hour 45. Let's kill this murder mountain thing.
Yeah, I know. Um, I Kamar's uh, convinced me that it's a terrible documentary. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this no, episode I'm is worse than is episode Humboldt two. Humboldt County on January fourth, they released their statement. Took them four days. A note about making the murder. Uh, uh, I can't do this. Do you want me to read it? That one guy's story is hilarious, though, where he's this, like. Uh, this is a police statement after the fact. I broke down in uh, Humboldt County. I was on my way somewhere else. So I got a job working at a Chinese place. Next thing I know, I was growing. Next thing I know, I own eight acres on top of the uh, mountain of and course, I'm growing illegal weed. Like course, it just. It's, it's the dream. It happens to everybody. Uh, the, the whole time, no, I'm like, fuck, it's, it's shitty. These people are all getting fucking killed and stuff. This seems like the greatest place ever. With the, the ocean and the mountains and the weed. And the okay, weed hold on and the here. Weed. Kamar, you are... I don't even know if you read this. First of all, when they went there, they had initially... Uh, sorry, initially planned on doing a documentary about the Green Rush solely. Their intention was to go... The documentary makers? Yes, the documentary makers and went And they found out the story. And then they found out about Garrett Rodriguez and the Alder Point Eight. And then they said... Holy fuck, we got a whole other thing here. I wish they had just done it on the, the other way. I think that would have been a good documentary as well. I, I don't. Think. I think it was great all-encompassing. Just on the green rush. We got some... We got this some. is a great stat, though. This is a great stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have 4,000 square miles of jurisdiction up there, the cops. Yeah. And there were 15,000 illegal grow-ups. Yeah, that is fucking bonkers. Yeah, and they look 15, beautiful, eh? thousand yeah but that shows you so like think about the war but think about the war on drugs so when they had all those clips of military helicopters coming in there by the tens and clipping the weed do you know how much money that cost the government a lot such a waste of money that's what it's such a waste sitting there i'm literally thinking to myself like what a staggering waste of resources and and then they burn all the weed and then they burn all they don't even find the big plot no even then and think about it they're scaring a community like yeah, it was they, they have guns pointed at, at people. Like, a community that has schools built and community centers. Yeah. But how shocking is that? That the U.S. government in trying to fight that was the, the war, war on drugs. That was the war like, on drugs. Insane. It's Fucking nuts. Fucking insane. We didn't mention this, though, but sixty. they say 60% of all of America's weed comes out of that one county. The other guy said 80. And he said he thinks 80, but yeah. 60 was the conservative number Shangri-La. Shangri-La. Yeah, well, Simon, 15,000. I know it's it's just, it's mind-bending. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and I think it had no need for but any if, artistic. if nothing else, the legalization of marijuana will... Um, at least give some rights to the workers now, right? Like it'll make yeah. it safer but up they're there. They're saying they're all losing and, yeah. money. The guys are. With all well, the, right now they are, and because it's short-term transition. Well, Kamar, the right. woman says, and then the, things will get back. That woman, the she's hot. Name is she's Fennel. hot. Fennel. She says. Uh, Fennel. She says at some point she's like, "What we're trying to do is through permitting weed out the bad apples." So I think their goal, and I don't, I don't like this. Their goal is to, through like extreme permitting and money, get the people that. Just want to do it legally, that'll and then they'll they'll get rid of the permitting a little bit later on. Well, we can all agree the weird outlaw kid was just ridiculous. Yeah, a fucking idiot, the biggest idiot of all of them. Yeah, his inclusion, the like, it really was Mad Max up there, though. Yeah, right? man, I loved Fuck. it. I loved it. I loved. I loved the thought of it. I just didn't need to... them driving around on those uh, well, quads. When the cop, when the cop with, is yeah. like, we're being, how are we being escorted? Yeah, yeah, that where was are cool. the cops? That was cool. I think. Well, I, even just the Vietnam, even the vet being like. It's Mountain Justice up here. So, so again, so, so they know that um, 
they were going up there to do a thing on the green rush. Yeah. So the cops knew they were like, what did they think they were being interviewed for? No, the cops are saying that once they changed the scope, it was an open investigation and they felt like they were like oh, broadsided. Okay. okay. I mean, I guess, but they're obviously not doing much for this open uh, investigation. You are also it's right. A, it's I cannot a, read this. It's a 30 year, <laughs> it's a 30 year old uh, case or whatever. Right? It's not 30. Or, Garrett, but Garrett's case is three years old at this point. Oh, is so. it only three years old? Okay. What do you mean only? That's in, in a murder case. It's over. If they haven't caught, dude, it's like the first 48. They say if you haven't found the person. Or the but first, all of this has happened within the last three years. Yeah, I think Garrett went missing in 2016. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, 30 I didn't. Years well, they, I didn't they pick up a bunch on of that. stats of uh, crime they fought though here, eh? Oh, I didn't. Re- I didn't go that far down. I just read that you hadn't read it, and that's all I needed. 2014, four arrests, three convicted. Five arrests, four convicted. 2015, 2016. Okay, well, we're at two hours, so we don't need to read stats. This is a terrible end of the podcast. I, you know what? I just it just dawned on me, Simon. This would have been. We're not going to do it, but this would have been a great time to tell that story of my dad. It would have been fitting. Ooh, cliffhanger! What are you doing? Netflix documentaries no, over here? Patreon. <laughs> Let's go. No, because Kamar's Move never on. Kamar's never heard it, and that would have been a for this one. It would have been a good one. Uh, that's it for this week. Um, Joe's back. There was Joe's a, back. There was Fuck a thank yeah. the Lord. There was a podcast today, so we'll actually have some content for you. That's Kanye's recent. coming. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But yeah, Kanye is coming. Look out. There's the- no date for that though, eh? No, no, it's all just speculation. And I looked up the YouTube uh, today, just you know, I check the comments, and everything's just where's Kanye? Oh, it, it's going to take a while for those wheels to turn. I think I don't. We'll wonder. We'll see. Well, keep in mind his handlers are going to have a bunch of fucking shit that Joe can't ask, and like it's not going to be an easy podcast. I don't. Either way, thank uh, you so much for listening, everybody. You guys are amazing. Kamar, are you playing anywhere this week? I'm playing Toronto. Exact date. I just got done with Kingston. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, shout out to Kingston. Well, check this out. There was like the most people there. Everyone was 41 people. That was the most they've ever had. No, that an absolute the crowd of 41 people every night. Like the yeah, the audience. There's 30 on Thursday. Like, but you're saying that's the most they've ever had? No, no. That place it can fill up to like 180. So you, what did you say about the most then? So it was the least. The most they had this whole week oh, was the 41 mo- oh, people. Oh, wow, that's terrible. It was terrible. How many people were there when I mean, I, I killed, but it was... There had to be less that 60. night. Really? There's 60 when you're there. Wow. Yeah. And an empty room full of people, even if they're laughing the hardest they can. At yeah, you, yeah. It's, like, it's not no good. And uh, a funny thing was I was... I drive the 715 through Smith Falls to get there instead of the 401. And right outside, there's a detention center. I always thought it was a woman's dis- detention center. Someone told me it was a woman's detention center. And so I I told the audience that I always drive past it and imagine like breaking in and being a boy toy for the girls for the weekend, but didn't say the girls. And they all looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's a woman's prison, right? They're like, no, it's not a woman's prison. That's hilarious. And they laughed their head off at me. <laughs> that we was knew, the best joke. It was the, well, that was, that was my opener. So yeah, it was, it, it, it was really good. But Toronto, uh, the dates are going to be the um, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th. And I'm doing a podcast on uh, Wednesday. Who's Fuckonomics. podcast? Fuckonomics, some boys I know in Toronto. 
you're obviously going to drop a plug for this there. Well, they talked about us on their podcast already. Oh. Because I saw this one Shout guy in Who Ottawa. He was like, you know, Kamar, him and his friends started this podcast, and they're like blowing up Joe Rogan Experience Experience. And the one guy's like, the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. And he looks it up on his phone. He's like, the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience, experience, and the producer goes, "That's an amazing idea," and they freaked out and they loved it, man. So we're gonna get to promote. There we go. We made it. Mm. Simon, you got anything you want to run away? Nope. All right. We're glad Joe. Just the mic. Let's do this. Uh, Thank you for listening. Email us at j r e e podcast at gmail.com to let Simon know you're a real person. Go to our sponsor, Ward 14, 139 Preston Street, and order Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Seriously, if you're in Ottawa and you listen to this podcast, just go fucking do it, okay? <laughs> Fuck sakes. You know what we should do is we should go and pre-buy three JREE shots so that if someone goes in, they it's a shot it on free. us. <laughs> I'm sure I could probably get that I done. think we could fucking tell our sponsor to take some of the money they're paying us to cover that for fuck's sake. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure, we'll we'll figure, figure that out for next week. Ward 14 sold out tonight for trivia night, so don't bother uh, tonight. Tonight's Monday, the 7th. Oh. We shouldn't timestamp stuff. Eh? Whatever. That's it. <laughs> Don't Goodbye. worry. Nobody's listened this far. Push. Thank uh, you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. You should do all of this Follow at the beginning. Kamar Babar. I did at the beginning. Of I know, I was like, you should do it's it a little more. sued for this fucking pathetic shit. <laughs> well, now that now like. that Floyd realizes that nobody's going to listen this far, yeah. that's why you do it at the beginning. Mix it up. Either way, follow us on Instagram, J-R-E-E Podcast. Follow Kamar, at Kabar Babar. Follow me, at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Oh, yeah. At the end of the pot... Um, Jesse <laughs> Just throwing names out There's no uh, J-R-E-E Instagram What do you mean? No, I'll tell you after Yeah, Goodbye. this is definitely something you can talk about Thanks yeah. for these podcast boys Goodbye Terrible